Action. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Your Average Critics. Joined today with Joe. Welcome uh, back, Joe. Hello. Uh, Chris and Obi. So, Joe, where the hell have you been? Um, I've been ghosting. Ghosting, yeah. Really, I haven't. I, I just haven't been turning up. The only reason that you came on this week was because I had a dream during the week that Joe actually turned up to a podcast and <laughs> I thought... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those, you know, I, hype I, dreams. Foreshadowing, isn't it? I thought I'd grace you with my presence Yeah, today. fair enough. Well, happy 2018, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Chris, you've got some film news for us. Well, I've got a variety of newses, so... Newses? Well, newses, news... Look, mate. Probably English student as well. Oh, go, go with newses. Newses. Sounds better, isn't it? Yeah. We'll use that anyway. I'm putting it in the dictionary. We're going to be talking about filmses today. Filmses, yeah. yeah. Filmsies. Um, basically, TV-sies. will it make you watch? Do any of you watch Super Bowl? The yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I have watched them. No. Will it make you watch it more if you know there's a 30 second and a 45 second trailer from Marvel? No. No. no, but there is because that, it's that not like first. four in the morning. Yeah. you can see it the next day. Someone <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, moving swiftly on then. Uh, the next... entire program like six hours long mm-hmm. for a what is it an hour long it's game? Yeah. Right. So we know you're talking about who's our favourite villain, etc. etc. Yes. Loki was ranked the third on Empire Magazine's list of the greatest movie villains of all time. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Who's first? Like Vader, I reckon. I will look that up. Yeah, after. I would have said Darth Vader. I'll look that up after. It, just, it literally just says Loki was... Broke. I think that's... Oh, oh, okay. Oh. So, who do we think's the first? Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. And who do we think's the second? I'm going to be honest, it's a pretty obvious one. Maybe he... Uh, Joker. He, yeah, he was oh. Joker. Correct. It goes Darth Vader, <laughs> yeah. the Joker, Loki, Hans Gruber in Die Hard, Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs, Kylo Ren's seventh. Okay, I'll go. Really? Yeah. Voldemort's ninth. Hmm. Uh, the Alien is tenth from the Alien. Gollum's eleventh. Yeah. Sauron's twelfth. Mm. Voldemort should be higher. Mm. Uh, so is, is, the, is it Heath Ledger's Joker or just the Joker? It just says the Joker. Ba- okay. Batman franchise. Yeah. Well, because so Jack Nicholson not, that, was. That, no, no. Oh. Jack Nicholson I, was the Joker. Is it, is it the Batman franchise, the Heath Ledger one, or is it he the Dark Knight franchise? I would say that was more Dark Knight, mm. but I guess it's just Batman as a whole. Because yeah. you, you wouldn't say that uh, I, I, Jared Leto's Joker was yeah, second. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume they're generalising yeah. Joker. Well, Agent Smith from the, the Matrix trilogy was 17th. 17th? Mm. I don't know. Which, uh, Norman Bates from Psycho, he was uh, 16th. I feel like Loki is one of the better villains. It's certainly the best villain in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. In terms of overall villains, I, I don't know because he kind of has these kind of mini redemption arcs, doesn't he? Yeah. And then and then he kind of he's he's, he's the same thing over again. yeah, but then he's got less villainous and more just mischievous and yeah. like he will just um, betray Thor, but in not the consequences aren't as yeah. fatal as they were in uh, the first Avengers. But I, I think Thanos will overtake him as <laughs> like. A, Evil, the most evil person in the Marvel universe. I would be surprised if Thanos was a massive letdown. Personally. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think like you'll barely see, you know, he'll barely have anything to do apart from just punch people, and then and then he'll he'll be taken down very easily. I just think yeah, basically, I just think because we've waited so long for him to like actually you know be around, mm-hmm. he's just gonna not live up to expectation. Yeah. So I'd think it'd be a bit disappointing. I don't know. That's just a guess. I hope it's not, obviously. But yeah. what they what they did to make Loki so likable was that, and also Wilson Fisk, 
they're charismatic. They've got character. You actually, <clears throat> you know, you actually like them <clears throat> to an extent. And you've got the history as well, don't you? Like yeah. why they became who they are. Yeah. yeah. Although Loki's is a bit more <coughs> twisted, than, especially than, um, but Kingpin's is more twisted in the sense that, oh my God, he saw some murder and he became almost villainous, didn't he? While Loki is twisted in the sense that he's gone with his birth father rather than his adopted father. Adopted father, so yeah, I think I think they can't build that level of characterization within Thanos, and you know. Well, it all depends really how they do it. Like, well, it, didn't they say that the, this first film this year, Infinity War, is but mainly going to be Thanos? It's basically going to be his film, and then the next film is when everything's going to kick off. Mm. So they might go into a backstory of Thanos. It was uh, talking of Thanos. It was confirmed that that ship at the end of uh, four was Thanos' ship. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not surprised. So the other well, this I'll give you. There's little snippets of different bits of information, and then you can just like go off on it. Mm. So the list of Disney films to come out running. I think this is in order: Black Panther, Han Solo. No, not in order. It's not in order. Black Panther. I think it's this year. Can I just jump in right there? Yeah. Han Solo is coming out when? This year. Yeah, but when? So I think it's December. After, um, cu- so, end of Feb. Well, no, it'd be, like, it'd be like May time. May. Oh, yeah, this is in order then. Because Infinity War's coming out in April, isn't it? No, May. Oh, okay. It comes yeah. out in May, April. May, May the oh, 18th. no, it is May, yeah. Because it goes on May the 4th, and then Deadpool's May the 18th. Yeah. And then Han Solo's a couple weeks after that. Because wouldn't Infinity War count as Disney? Yeah, that's in yeah. here. It goes Black Panther, Solo, Infinity War, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, Disney, A Wrinkle in Time, which is a sequel to the Cinderella film. No, the one where the girl comes into real life. What, Enchanted? I think so. One is of it? These, one of these... I've seen the trailer for that. It doesn't look very Maybe Enchanted. Maybe it's not then. Uh, the Ant-Man a and the Wasp. A Wrinkle in Time? Is that the one with the black girl? Yeah. She's called like Storm something. Yeah, oh, maybe not then. Maybe not. Um, Mary Poppins Returns. <sighs> okay. Um... The Incredibles 2, Disney's Christopher Robin, and Wreck-It Ralph 2. Well, that what was I was going to say about them. Isn't, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, isn't it funny how, like, obviously, so, like, with that Christopher Robin film, like, a film just came out about Christopher Robin, so you've got, like, those yeah. two. And then you've got, like, those two Churchill films that just come oh, out. And then you've got two jungle, two jungle Book films that just It's almost like Disney have... Well, it's either from. Disney have a line of films they want and then someone else kind of picks up and is like, I'm going to do it. Or someone else is doing it already and Disney are like, well, we can do it better. Let's, mm. let's put yeah. this out there. But, but I wasn't saying about the Solo, Han Solo mm-hmm. story, whatever it's called. I've not seen a trailer, a no, poster... No. Yeah. Anything for no, it, nothing. and it's supposedly coming out in a couple of months. Yeah. I love Donald Glover's in it. Oh, do you know what then? Maybe that's the trailer in um, Super Bowl. Said, when is the Super oh, no, Bowl? Oh no, said Marvel, didn't it? Super Bowl. It must be in a few. It's, it's February. The shit. February. It's, February. February. it's February. February. It's not going to be Black Panther then, is it? So it's almost no. certainly going to be. It'll Infinity be Infinity War. War. But yeah, so I'm surprised that there's no marketing, especially because it's a Star Wars film. Well, maybe they think on its own it would just make enough money and maybe they haven't pumped a lot into it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the nostalgia from people that are like 40 odd now yeah. for I a mean, Han Solo. I film. don't really know if I care for a Han Solo origin film. Nah, well, they're just going to do everything to get money, aren't you they? You care about Rogue One before it comes out? No. But it was a story that. Yeah, I guess. It yeah, bridged the gap, enough. though, I suppose. So does Han Solo. But yeah. Um, Zac Efron is going to 
play the, the infamous serial killer Ted Bud, Bud, Bundy, Bundy, titled Extremely Wicked. Okay. What, in a serious film? In a serious film. Interesting. It's playing against type there, so that, yeah. that'll be an interesting thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the part there. Not that anyone can see it, but... Do you know who Rob Lowe looks like? That's he looks like Rob Lowe. Yes, he does actually. I know who the guy on the left is. Who's the that's person? T- t- well, who died just saying? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Who's a serial that? killer? Oh, okay. Um, cool. That sounds like it would be like a Tarantino sort of film, but he's already doing the Manson. Yeah, well, so. this is it, isn't it? Um, sad news: Dragon Ball Super is ending uh, with episode one three one. It will be no longer, no more Dragon Ball Super. Why? Ratings low? No, they just. That's it, done, finished. And, until he decides to bring up another series. Well, he said, um, the final episode of the Tournament of Power of Arc, Super's current time slot will be taken over by a new anime called Kitaro. At the end of 2018, there will be a new Dragon Ball movie based on the origins of the Saiyans. Uh, for, uh, from now on, there's no, there's no information of a Dragon Ball Super series, but there has been talks from several different people who work there that there is another series in the works. It just won't be called... Dragon Ball Super. Like, It'd be Dragon Ball something. Dragon Ball something. And there, someone did leak information on what each episode's about. The next, because I'm on episode 125 right now, so there's only six left. Someone leaked all the information. So far, his information has been incorrect. That's all I've got to say. It's been incorrect. It has been incorrect. Because <laughs> I read his synopsis of each episode, and this episode, I did not feel that the synopsis he wrote for this episode related in any way, shape, or form. Okay. But then the next episode might kind of... Mm. Make me. I don't know. I'll, if I when I watch the next episode, I'll let you know if it does. Um, we discussed in our own little chat about the Marvel series and how they were rated, didn't we? Uh, Do you mean like where Jessica Jones ranks yeah. in comparison to Luke Cage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what else we got here? Although there was a Marvel-related news, we saw Captain Marvel's suit. For the first time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which oh, really? made her look like Rita Repulsa. So, I liked it. So really? I personally think either they're green, gonna green screen it. I don't know why they would, and that's why it's green. Because it's normally red and blue, isn't it? Yeah, but I was thinking maybe it's just a space suit. Maybe that is her original suit, and then when she gets recruited by the people of America, she then starts wearing red, white, and blue. That one. Maybe yes. Yeah, she looks. It's like the Rita Repulsa suit from Power Rangers. Mm. That level of green. Yeah, it is. Although it's, someone on Instagram, I think Boss Logic, um, coloured it in. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looked so really good. So that's. So you don't like it, in the green. Well, I don't know. I just I have always thought of Captain Marvel as the red and blue. But I guess all of the the films start off with like a prototype suit, don't mm. they? And then they gradually get. Develop it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the? Uh, did I? Did I? Was it just you? I told about the quote, or was it everyone? Um, the in from Captain America the first Avenger film, where um Red Skull goes, you wear a flag on your chest and I think you fight for your nation. I've seen the future Captain. There are no flags. And on his new suit, there is no red, white, and blue. It's just mm-hmm. Blue black. or black, black. Yeah. Black. Uh, la, 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 la. there is Ryan Reynolds to star in Clue remake. I haven't seen the original. What is Clue? What is Clue? Isn't it like as in the blue, Cluedo? As it, oh, as, as in, in Cluedo. Board the board game. There was a film. Do you think it's going to be a tongue-in-cheek film then? Probably. Because it's Ryan Reynolds? Because they could make it quite like Murder on the Orient Express. Because if it's like a whodunit. But then with Ryan Reynolds it might be a bit tongue-in-cheek. A bit more slapstick. Yeah. He has played serious films though, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. So I remember um, Buried. He was 
That was a oh, yeah. Yeah, very true. serious role, although yeah. he's just mm. in a box for 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. But that's like... That's like um, James Franco in 127 hours. He's just stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like for 127 hours, or in our yeah. case, 127 minutes, probably. Yeah. Um, right, so this one might be of more interest to you and anyone who watched Cloverfield, the films. Um, God Particle... I don't, wait, so... Rumour alert, nothing solid here, but hearing some interesting things. Firstly, the third Cloverfield film, which has been had the working title God Particle is now being called Cloverfield Station. Secondly, this might be a Netflix film. If both, mm. Yeah, and that's, that's the rumour. I saw, I saw that uh, Netflix want to take the third Cloverfield yeah. film. I think... I, I don't know, Netflix are definitely branching out. They're, they're getting some very yeah. good films. They're producing some very good, who, well, exciting films. Who, like, who, who put the first two Cloverfield, Cloverfield films out? Oh, I don't different, know. Different they're, people. They're probably mm. like Universal or something. But Oh, Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I know that uh, Duncan Jones's new film is going to be on there on Netflix, and they're also doing Scorsese's film, yeah. The Irishman, with uh, De Niro and Al Pacino. Yeah, there was a that, tra- so. there was a poster that I saw in here, and I liked it, but it wasn't the actual poster for it. Someone had just mo- made a mock up. But Netflix came out saying that they're going to spend eight billion pounds or dollars on uh, original content in twenty eighteen. Jesus. Which <laughs> speaking of original content. I've been seeing like adverts for this altered carbon thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Any of you gonna watch it? Yeah, probably, it looks I'm probably gonna give it a crack. Yeah. Most of the stuff that I've been recommended to watch that is Netflix related has been above average standard, if mm. not above a good standard. Mm. Like, I think Sense Eight was Netflix, and I quite it's a bit it's a lot different to what I'd normally watch, and I quite enjoyed it. Mm. Although it did get a bit slower during season two, and that's why it's pretty inevitably cancelled. Um, it's good and uh, the thing what I like about these streaming services doing their original content is that <coughs> yeah when a, when, a, when a film or a TV series comes to an end and there's a cliffhanger they inevitably have the power to then make a special episode or something mm. in which case Netflix have done that for Sense8 like, I don't know how it ends I assume it ends on a cliffhanger and they're going to make a special episode to complete Quite it yeah. which I think is quite good yeah, um, yeah. it gives everyone closure doesn't it Oh, this is it. This is it. And they give new leases of life to like old TV shows, mm-hmm. like you know Arrested Development and Full of House, Full of House, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So you know they kind of bring that back. But I thought I think I read somewhere they got like one hundred and seventeen million global subscribers. But I was thinking, you know, what's their pay on average? What like ten dollars a month? Yeah. How quickly would they need to make what's eight that, 17, billion? Seventeen billion. A month. 17 billion a month. You said 100 million? One point. That would be 1.17 billion. billion. Okay. Yeah. That's a month. So it would take a year. Yeah, I guess. But then... Then, I don't know. You're, you're assuming that all the subscribers stay for the entire year. I'm sure they've got... I'm sure they've got it down to a T, but... Yeah. I don't they've know. I don't know how much time. profit they actually make. Because a lot of these, like, tech companies... Depends years to be in yeah, there. but it depends as well. They might not just they might not be the only people funding it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, is Netflix a public company? Sorry, mm, um, Rotten Tomato put um, that they put something from the Sundance Festival. Um, the film that could be Nicola, Nicolas Cage's craziest film ever, oh, Mandy. Mandy. That's a picture. He. I know he's. I saw a trailer for a film that he's in, where like. 
parents end up killing their children. I think that's it. Oh, is that it? Yeah. It looked pretty nuts. Yeah. So I, I really want to see it. Like, if Ollie was here, he would uh, really appreciate that because obviously he loves Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one's probably more of interest to all of you. So, the next Deadpool trailer is confirmed to be attached to Black Panther. Okay. We've got like two weeks till Black Panther yeah. comes And out. I heard that Cable will also be in this trailer. Nice. Okay. Also, conflict. Same guy acting as Thanos is acting as Cable. So. Yeah. yeah, but then they're unlikely to cross over. True. Because also like, Chris Evans played... Um, Fanta, um, Johnny uh, Storm. Yes, yeah. Flame On guy. Flame On. Okay, and this one I feel could be not controversial, but not necessary, almost. Welcome back to the jungle, Jumanji 2 has been announced for December 2019. Yeah, I don't... To battle it out with Star Wars Episode 9. <laughs> they're going to lose... Oh, well, they to be fair, this yeah. one was really, really popular. Yeah. They were top of the box, if not for nearly a month. It's, play, it's made almost a billion. Oh, how, how it's, it really, it's really yeah. popular. And it is yeah. really, oh, wow. it, I think it is really good. But again, unnecessary to have a sequel. Yeah. I mean, you could have the exact same characters. There's, not, there's no stopping you. You could have a sequel game in which they're all in, and it's Jumanji 2, if you really wanted to. Yeah, but I don't why know. why you need that? I think it was a surprise one-off. Yeah. And then... If they do a second, it's no longer going to be a surprise, is it? So I think, yeah. again, it's the, it's the thing with the nostalgia. Because, obviously, it's been so long since the original Jumanji. They brought out this one. Every thought, everyone thought, yeah, okay, I'll go see it. Yeah. They go and see a second one. Yeah, and I don't know if, if, the, if they do continue the same characters, like The Rock playing this kind of nerdy high school guy, whether that'll wear thin quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. I, I know. I know, obviously, they just want to cash in, but... I don't know how necessary that is. Uh, yeah, that's it. Milk the cow for as long as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Another rumour. Superman is rumoured to appear in Shazam. Is Shazam happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got the guy who played Chuck in Chuck's TV series as Shazam. Okay, when's that due out? This year. Shazam? Next year. I think it's this year. Oh. Isn't Shazam what, what also DC... called Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. What DC films are coming out this year? Aquaman. Only one? Mm-hmm. Nah. That's no. the only one that I've heard of that's coming out. Fair play. Um, if any of you have watched Bill and Ted. Yeah. Rings a bell. The third film has been announced. Hmm. <laughs> um, Leave our childhood alive. Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> what Almost is ten Bill, years. What is Bill and Ted? It's, it's Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, and it's these two goofballs. Yeah. There's, there's a the, what the funny scene is like they both get tattoos and like they can't see what it says, but one of them says. One of them's is dude, and the other one's is no way. And they're like, what does mine say? It's like, dude. It's like, what does yours say? No way. And then they, oh, they just don't know what each other's saying. It's yeah. so dumb. It's so funny. Like, could you imagine Keanu Reeves coming back to play that role? That'd be so funny. Yeah, they should release a double bill with John Wick 3. <laughs> That'd be so jokes. Bro, Speaking of, hmm? Keanu Reeves is going into the um, TV show. Yeah, it's called The of, Continental or something. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, he's going to be in it? He's going to make a cameo appearance. He's not going to... Okay, so almost Featured like Bradley Cooper in Limitless then. Okay, that makes sense. I wonder if it will tie in with the third film. I think that's what they're trying to make it do. Does that, not, does that not almost spoil it for you, though? It's like, okay, so for example, the only example I've got that I can think of off the top of my head, that we know that The Winter Soldier is going to be in what, nine films. Mm-hmm. Does that not just spoil it for you? Yeah. It ruins yeah. the eminent surprise. The only people that we have up, up in the air are our main three, uh, well... What does it ruin? 
Well, you know that you know that Bucky Barnes is going to still be. No, in no, no. Franchise. I thought we were talking about John Wick. Oh, John Wick. Well, it ruins it that you know John Wick's probably going to stay alive. But do we don't know when the third film's coming out. He might die in the third film. Yeah, you don't know. No, but isn't this after the third film? I we thought it was before. It could be concurrent. It could be running concurrently. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. I was going to say. Okay. But with the nine film things, they that could be a red herring. Like they, they might just it kill him a, off. And... It, it could be a red herring, but also it does sort of deter well ruin the fact that we know like he's inevitably gonna, in my head right now I'm like die. either Tony Stark or Captain America is going to die and I'm, I'm pretty certain on which one I know is going to I think they might both die yeah. yeah I reckon they'll both die if they don't both die at least they'll both no longer be in it like they'll retire or something yeah they're both done because I think they'll need Stark's money won't they essentially Black Panther oh yeah that's true yeah. Brain, yeah. he's, he's the he's richest wealthy. he's wealthier than Tony yeah. Stark yeah that's true um I'd have liked to see them for another phase. I, I personally would like. But it depends Cause they, cause where they're gonna take it. Well, true, but like, it's almost as if they've so we've made this like base for the for Marvel, and we've, we're at a good level with Marvel, yeah. and they've started to introduce these secondary characters that you almost think are gonna be tertiary. Tertiary? No. Tertiary is like a level on from secondary. Yeah. So like even less important. No, so we want the. So you feel like they're gonna be the the front line, the primary. So. <laughs> I don't know what was happening there. Fucking drop Good use feet. of tertiary. Though. Yeah, no, thank you, mate. Yeah. And but it's almost like they're not quite there yet. And if these characters die off, I kind of almost feel like it's not the right time. I feel like they need to, like, oh, what's the word? Establish themselves. Be mentors to them almost, right, okay. and then push cool. them to be the front runners. Well, for, like, for, that's me personally. In, in terms of Captain America, Bucky Barnes is pretty suitable to step into that if he becomes Captain America. Which he will probably. With Tony Stark, you're right. There is no backup to him. But then well, you kind of see in Spider-Man: Homecoming like that. Spider-Man also that kid who was in Iron Man Three is also yeah. in Infinity War. Oh, is he? Don't know in what role he might have just looked up into the sky. Yeah, that's all we know. Okay. But and then War Machine's it. quite a close ally of. Um, but he also Iron. at this point in time cannot walk. Yeah. Yeah. And will probably die. Potentially. Nah. But then you still see. Got I don't think he will die because. I think, oh, maybe. Thor will still maybe. be there, I think. Yeah, Thor. He hasn't signed a contract, but I yeah, I, I think, think he, he will. will. Thor won't die. I don't think. And also, like, Marvel have basically started the foundation with, like, the earthly yeah. Avengers, and now they're going into, like, cosmic yeah. and yeah. quantum we, realm. Which is why it was so important for them to get X Men and uh, Fantastic Four. Well, yeah. The, so the schedule for this year is February, four, February 14th, Black Panther. Avengers Infinity War May the 4th mm-hmm. Deadpool May the 18th Ant and Wasp July 6th Venom Wait is that coming out this year? Yeah Fuck I didn't Venom October the 5th and X-Men Dark Phoenix November the 2nd So when, when's Homecoming 2 coming out? Next year Oh that's after Okay And then they're obviously they're pushing New Mutants back So Yeah so New Mutants thing there was a quote here this movie is probably the hardest PG-13 ever made. I mean, we've pushed it. The horror is pretty dark, but there's not, There's also an emo, uh, emo, <laughs> emotional core too. If I can scare you and make you cry, that's the goal, Josh Boone. Boone? Boone. But why making it PG-13 for? That doesn't necessarily mean it will be a 12 here, but it's kind of like, oh, it's going to be the... You know, we're going to have almost too many... Uses of the word shit in our film. Oh, <laughs> sorry, hard. Do I mean? Oh, fuck off. Just make it a fifteen. Well, just make but, it, make it an eighteen, huh? and make oh. it proper dirty. 
Proper day. Proper day. <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't we have Aladdin news as well? Because the poster came out for Aladdin uh, the other day. Did it? And it had... Uh, so there was a rumour that Jafar's bird... Is it Jafar? Yeah. Jafar's bird wasn't going to be in it. But in the poster, there's a queer... queer quite clear evidence of a bird on his shoulder Mm. with his right-hand man, who I don't believe he had a right-hand man. He had that guy. Didn't he turn into that guy in the cartoon? The guy who brought Aladdin to the cave? Yeah. Um, No. No, I'm not talking about... Because I haven't seen Aladdin. Oh, yeah. No. I remember them saying they've created a character... That wasn't in the original yeah. film. Oh, maybe the, then who, the guy who, who happens to be he turns hearted. into him, doesn't yeah, he? he yeah. Into. Okay. Right. Um, and they also are browning up people, aren't they? To, yeah. To blend. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they've no, got yeah, rather than casting kind of South Asian or Indian kind of actors, they've cast they, white, they've cast white people and put I'm brown paint on their face, which gonna make them have a hell of a time. Horrendously. What I just don't understand is like, Ignorant. so. No, it's just mad. You can obviously get the actors. You're just being just being. And the thing is, the thing is, they're saying it's like they're like background people. It's like, what are you expecting? Like Oscar winners, you mm. know? Like you know, yeah. there there will be actors of that kind of demographic that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at just look at Bollywood for Christ's sake. But it, I understand what you're saying, but it's the marketing side of it, isn't it? If, if they get a big name, which most well, what big names are they gonna get to pay extras? Yeah. I suppose. I mean, they didn't really get even. I'm not being funny. They didn't really get a big name to play the main character, like the girl no, playing. The girl yeah, playing. Who's no, so, so Naomi Scott, the uh, Pink Ranger in Power Rangers movie. Oh, right, okay. She is gonna be Jasmine. Jasmine. Right. And who's playing the? Who's playing the Aladdin? Who's playing the Aladdin? Some guy I've never heard of. And then the genie is Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I But all I know from the from the from the poster, you got the 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 lion cave, which is. Obviously, one of the opening scenes in it. Yep. Well, not opening. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. Right, so, well. well okay. You haven't seen Aladdin either? It's like my, one of my childhood cartoon films, man. Christ. Yeah, it was only this time last year that I watched Lion King, man. Give me some time. Well. Disgraceful. Oh, and we did also talk about Casey Affleck stepping down from doing... The Oscars. But not... Presenting. Did, presenting the what, though? The Women's... Academy Award. Award for Best Actress. Yeah. Yeah. Because as they do, the males give the female awards and the females give the male awards. Why did he drop out? Well, I is don't it, know. Or is but Because he, he sexually assaulted someone last year. Well, he, he got... He, <laughs> oh. he, he, he settled it outside of court, but it would suggest that. Yeah. It's quite controversial, especially with this whole Me Too thing um, going along and, you know, still being very prevalent. Having someone who was previously accused... Mm. of that giving an award to a female is probably not the best idea yeah. but that segues quite nicely onto the list of the 2018 Oscar nominations which mm-hmm. will run through the main ones um, and then we can discuss who we you know what we think might win or any omissions so for best picture we've got Call Me By Your Name Darkest Hour Dunkirk Get Out Lady Bird Phantom Thread The Post the Shape of Water and three billboards outside of oh, wow. Missouri. I, did, I didn't realize there was this many like people to be like as an option. I well, thought... it's only recently because it used to be just five. Yeah. But then I think they expanded it to try and get a more diverse range of films in there. Like, you know, so I guess last year you had your Moonlights and your kind of La La yeah. Lands, like different films that maybe wouldn't necessarily be nominated normally. I've literally um, only seen one of them films. So Which one have you seen? Get Out. Fair enough. What was the what was the uh, um, Oscar? No one's won it yet. 
No, no. Best picture. Best picture. Oh, best picture. Yeah, yeah. I know no one's won it. That's <laughs> mate. <laughs> okay, best picture. Um, any surprises? I'm supposed to get out for this, will honest. Yeah. It's not going to win, but I'm surprised. To... Yeah, I'm quite surprised. Um, it was. It was. A... <laughs> It was a good film. It wasn't it, a no, great no. film. Like, I think people overrated it, personally. I'm surprised it's there because the main character's black, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But then again, this is like quite a good step for kind of not only like the horror genre, but also for like African-American uh, directors and films about kind of racial politics. Mm. Because this isn't like a, a pro stance, is it? It's like very kind of scathing about the state of... American racial politics. Yeah, it's um. Well, I'm not sure I say it's an eye opener, but it's um certainly. Shed shed some light on some serious. Yeah, I was su- I was surprised considering I don't. Can't remember if it was nominated for a Golden Globe or not. Yeah, what Get Out? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, um, know if, I don't know if it won any. So what do we think then of the ones that we've seen? So I know you. I've seen well, quite I've a few. Seen of those. Get Out, Dunkirk. Yeah. I've seen Shape of Water and Three Billboards, and then you've also seen The Post mm. and, and Dark Darkest Hour. Hour. Mm. So, of the ones that you've seen, I wouldn't say The Post would get up there. If I'm being honest, I don't think any of those are partic- any of these films that I've seen are particularly great. Yeah. Like I've seen, I think what five of those or One, four, two, four, five three, four, five. Yeah. Five of them, and you know. They were good, <laughs> yeah. but they're not like outstanding Oscar winner worthy, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. I what, mean, what if did... I had to pick out, sorry, yeah. if I had to pick out those ones, it, I mean, maybe it's because it's the freshest in my mind. But I probably picked the post just because I quite liked it, but or free billboards. But even that being good, it's not worthy of winning best picture, in my opinion. What is best picture? Uh, best film. Yeah. Yeah, the best film. Well, that's controversial. That is seriously. Wow, okay. Well, controversial. I just, yeah, again, I don't think any of those deserve oh, the title. Well, I say that. Are there any films that. that have come out within the last 12 months then that you feel well, would depend, have been more deserving? It depends deserving. what you think's Oscar worthy, because like, if you're going to say what's been the best film of this year, then is that money it's brought in or is that the ratings it's got on certain websites? What is more it? critically. Because, because, then, then, cause, cause if you're going to do it like that, then Jumanji should be in there and then so should Star Wars and then so yeah, should this is like, more like criti- Marvel. Critically. So you're telling me it's more serious films. Is that what you're saying to me? Because that's what it looks like I to think, me here. I think... Um, like Oscar winning films don't actually tend to make that much money like in their original run but this is what I don't understand then so it's just okay yeah well then it was, well then for me personally it's probably three billboards um, I like the post um, yeah but no one I've no one personally to me put a such an important performance in that I thought oh wow okay yeah that's gonna that's gonna win loads of awards for it kind of thing yeah Three billboards where it's already won quite a lot of Golden Globes, so... But they're normally indicators, to an extent, of what... True. And then, uh, what was the other ones I've watched? I've watched Get Out, was it Shape of Water? Shape of Water, it Sh- got 13 nominations for Oscars. Okay, yeah, so I like that film, and I thought it was a very... It's a very thought-provoking film, and it's a very metaphorical film, I guess. Um, I don't think... Uh, sorry to yeah. to interrupt. I don't think Shape of Water is very thought provoking at all. To be honest with you, that's just me. That's just me personally. Uh, I mean, I meant more in the sense that not not necessarily like because she's having relations with a f- 
Fish. Can I point <laughs> out? Can I point out, by the way, please? I like Shape of Water. Don't get me wrong; it's a great film. But the lack of reaction to this woman banging a fucking sea monster, where it is, yeah. is really well. Let's Wait, discuss she, it then. Did she actually? Yeah. yeah. yeah and the woman. And the woman. Her uh, mate was like, "Oh yeah, go on, girl, get you some." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking yeah. about?" She's banging the sea monster. She also, she also did ask where where's he hiding it, and she went. It's, she put her hand like down flat, and she made it look like almost flat. like it would go like that, and then go like that kind of thing. So the flat will come out and the knob will come out. Oh, basically. yeah. Well, let's okay. let's review it then because we saw it as a Odin screen unseen, which I knew was going to happen. Yeah. I've already seen it, but I saw it for a second time. So, okay, you seems like you two have got different reactions to it. I liked it. I thought it was a good film. I li- I actually quite liked it, but I just didn't think it was thought provoking. That's the only thing. I I, the only reason I think it's thought provoking because it, it's like not in the sense that again, not in the sense of a woman having relations with a fish man. Uh, or a god, as they determined him to be, but more the fact that it could be like symbolism of people rejecting people from society because they're not necessarily the same as others. Yeah. So and the main also, character has is she, she can't she can't talk and she's got cuts on her neck and you originally assume that she's being assaulted when she's younger and just left by her parents or anything and then obviously you've got this this foreign creature yeah. which could symbolise many different things in society. And she's because she can relate to it almost not not because it's captured. She's not so much captured, but she's been kind of. It's different because she hasn't been pushed aside, but she has. Like she only talks to two people in her life by the looks of it, mm. and she obviously feels excluded. And then so this is fish is excluded, mm. and they kind of make a bond, and she feels like she has to help it mm. because this because this creature doesn't um, see her the way everyone else does. So he can't talk. She yeah. can't talk, so they're the same. Like he's not, he's, spirits, yeah, she's not. He's not judging her, and therefore yeah. she's like, "Wow, right." He's not judging me. Let me get some of that fish dick. Yeah, that's not the original point of it. The original point of it is to save him, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, and then you find out he's got these magical powers, right. which can heal things. But he gets a bit tired after he heals things. Yeah. Do you see the baby? No. no. That would have been interesting. She does like to masturbate, it, though, doesn't she? And this is a... <laughs> yeah, she does, yeah. 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 We're in yeah. the first, like, two times. minutes of the film, like, she just gets in the bath and rubbing one out. Yeah, yeah she's got a timer and all sorts. Um, yeah. While her eggs are boiling. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> the end of the film is, I think, quite thought-broken as well. Yeah. As Glenn pointed out more, I didn't notice it, I think. Well, this is what makes me think it's not thought-provoking, because I didn't notice it. Mm. But Glenn pointed out that they get in the water because she's been shot and the fish is trying to save her. Right. So he puts his hands on her neck. Right. And then he gives her gills. So the scars turn into gills. Oh, Which then right. Glenn says implies that she was probably... Yeah, I thought she was... The reason she didn't speak was because she wasn't... Her gills weren't open, she wasn't in water. Uh-huh. I, feel that's why I feel like they're more connected than is initially... So did they speak when they were in the water? No, no but they, they didn't need to. Oh, who was they... the voiceover from the... Who was the doing the voiceover? Uh, Richard Jenkins. The yeah. Okay. Um, and then also like you know you because they say that she was found in the water abandoned. Um, uh, okay. I, I hope that's it because I quite I liked the way you put that together. Yeah. I did. Actually, I then, liked it as well. Then, I just didn't think yeah. that was it. In my initial reaction, which was like, how is she stayed in the water for so long about dying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it does make sense. The thing is, like this yeah, film does. is is very sweet. Like the the romance is actually really kind of cute and you know like nice and emotional and empathetic. 
but it's just the fact that it's like a merman. I couldn't get over that. It's like like a merman like man. It's merman. like a full scale yeah, man. I've seen, I've seen pictures. But then, like, you know, Guillermo del Toro deals in and kind of fantasy quite me, a lot. Let me remind you, he, he like, rips a cat's head off or eats a cat's head off yeah. as well. Oh, you know, like, um, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, that's like a, a adult um, fairy tale. And, yeah. like, there's elements of fantasy within like Devil's Backbone and his other films, so he does deal within that area. And I feel like this film is very well put together. Like the acting is really good, the set design is beautiful. Like the cinematography, choreography, everything is is the music. It all works together really yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. Zod was good too. Yeah, Michael Shannon plays it really well. He is actually a really good actor. The but bit he, where he broke off his fingers, that was yeah. Basically, he got his fingers like chopped off or bitten off by the creature. <coughs> right. And they sew it on at the hospital, and it's obviously it's not it's not because sometimes it can you can put them back on and it's yeah, I think yeah. it works, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. And his fingers were obviously getting rejected, and there was pus coming out yeah, of them. They were turning black, and then smelling, and they were stunk. And so eventually, just like he just he, he, the thing oh. is, he didn't like. It looked like he just squeezed them off. Like it wasn't like he just went, oh, let's take untape, do the bandages and pull them. He he just like crushed them in it, yeah. and it was just like, ugh. Yeah. And I thought you know the romance plot was nice. The subplot about you know the Russians and the Americans wanting to claim this uh, creature was you know compelling. Um, what did you think about neighbor's story? I thought it was quite good. I think it could have been explored a lot more because he's like a lonely old man who's. Evidently had some sort of alcohol abuse, is it? Yeah. And then he gets rejected from his advertising job. They kind of string him along, and he's also he's gay. He's gay, and like he That's gets kicked point. out of his favorite yeah. diner because he comes on to someone. I thought that. So I thought that the bit with um, when he had all that green palm was really funny. Firstly. Yeah. And secondly, I think maybe uh, so. Like you show with um, the main actress. What was the one? What was her name? Sally Hawkins. Oh, yeah. in the thing. In the film, yeah. What was her name? I can't remember. Uh, but. It's, it's something it's really Esposito, to, isn't it? It's really hard to remember because there was, there was, there was sign language in for most of it, yeah. weren't they? Oh, but well, God. Whatever her name was. Um, so obviously, she's because she, she can't speak, she's kind of like um, in the wrong, um, I don't know, in the wrong setting sort of thing. Because like, obviously, she's the only one around who can't speak. And you kind of like juxtapose that with the guy who, I suppose you kind of say, is like born in the wrong time. Yeah, obviously yeah. he's gay, and that's the that was a. I'm sure it's like around the fifties or sixties. Yeah. Or so like when the guy went into the um, what's it called into the diner, and he comes on to the to the waiter guy, and the guy basically like, yeah, you know, like he rejects him. Like it, I feel like in modern day, pop someone would probably be a bit nicer about it. So yeah. and then it kind of obviously went from him rejecting him for being gay, saying, "Oh, you need to leave. This is a family place." Blah blah. And they also showed him uh, being racist to that black family. Yeah. Kind of shows this guy was kind of like in the wrong time yeah both outsiders yeah. within American society exactly. yeah this thing it also felt you could tell it was definitely set around the 40s 50s 60s but there was no like specific mention of it it was no just kind of timeless there, yeah. in a sense mm-hmm. um, almost so, makes you believe it's almost fantasy well exactly yeah mm-hmm. so um, so I, th- I think that's probably got a, a strong it, shout it, of being best picture I'm not sure I mean I don't know how many categories there are but <coughs> 13 nominations worthy yeah well we'll go Go through we'll most go through. Of them, I'm sure. Well, so, but for me, uh, so I thought the darkest hour was really good. Yeah. Whether it's best picture, I'm not so sure. Best actor, maybe. Yeah. Um, three billboards in the west. Uh, in Missouri, was it? Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Great actress, great actor again. He's not a main actor. He was a supporting, supporting actor. Yeah, you talking about Woody Harrelson or Sam Rockwell? Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Woody, Woody who? 
Hausen. Nah, he nah, played nah, Keith nah. He was good, but he was he, he wasn't there enough for me. I to wish say. I wish I ha- you I wish I hadn't listened to the spoilers that you had given before I watched that film. Well, I think because when he killed better. himself, I knew it was coming. Okay. Yeah, and it would have been better to not have yeah. known that. Yeah. Um, and again, I think the film itself will could be nominated for something, and I think it probably be worthy of it. Um, I think. It's so, yeah, I oh. think I think three boards is going to win that category. Yeah, and I, if it doesn't, then it's going to be shape, uh, shape of water. I don't know if I overhyped it in my mind because I watched it and I was quite disappointed. Like it was a good film, but mm. there was just something about it. I was just like, "What is all the hype about?" Like, yeah, Frances McDormand is really good, but it's quite a you know sweary film, and she's basically being nominated for how vehemently she can tell someone to fuck off. <laughs> and like, yeah, Sam Rockwell was very good, but I'm not sure. I bought into his redemption arc. Like, I, agree, I, don't, I agree with that. I don't feel like the the actions that we see him doing to redeem himself actually mitigate at all any of the actions that he does. Because then, he, you know, like he he's like a racist throughout and then he punches a white guy, beats up a white... He almost kills that guy. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you see, I hate white people too or something. And I was like, well, you know, that doesn't make it okay, does it? You know, and then he then actually towards the end they, they both go off and plan to kill someone I think, I, think, like... I think that ending knows the point I think the ending shows that neither of them are like the perfect individual they, oh, they, yeah, all, yeah. they it's almost like they have this idea of what is right and wrong yeah they're all very together to like, conflicted yeah. in terms I mean, of their I do get morals. what you mean like there's there's no I do get what you mean but I, I just thought cause maybe because we went in it not thinking much of it we were just like okay yeah. it's going to be about three billboards let's see this story go through I mean whether the part of uh, Woody, was it Harrison? Harrison. Whether his character was that necessary to the plot, again, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but and I know. Is it based on a true story? You... No. Okay. Yeah. I understand why you hate Abby Cornish. <sighs> Jesus Christ. She was terrible. I was like, is she Australian? Is she terrible. American? She's such a bad actress, honestly. And she's at least like fifteen years younger than <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Honestly, she was in it for like I'm not even joking, like ten minutes, and she was bad. Or ten minutes. <laughs> Like, even the bits where she was upset, she was bad. And I felt like Peter Dinklage's character and even... He was unnecessary. Unnecessary. Super and super. The, the husband, the ex-husband, was also... That could have been Actually, explored more. Wife. Yeah, she was funny. I genuinely but... thought that was... Um, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. What? That girl. Really? She looks bare like her. Oh. Bare like her, man. Have you guys seen the um, trailer for Itonia? Yeah. Apparently it's meant to be really good. Yeah. I'm interested... The trailer doesn't make me particularly want to watch it, but I will watch it. Yeah. I think there's a screen unseen, not this Monday, the Monday after. I, I think it might be that. 5th of Feb. Because it's about t- two weeks before Itonia comes out, I think. Yeah. It's probably yeah. the Itonia. Are, are you going to go on Valentine's Day to see uh, Black Panther? It comes out the 16th of the UK. Is it? What? Yeah. Um, but no, I I, I've got plans. Um, uh, well, hopefully Peter Hupp's some dough this year. <laughs> last uh, last year. year I ordered a sad, sad story from Chris Chris over here. Did you say hopefully peeps have got some peeps? Peeps, peeps, peeps have some dough. Oh, I thought you were saying that I'm cheap or something. Well, hopefully you do have some dough in it, but you are cheap to me first. Yeah, you are a little cheap. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so what? You ordered a solitary lonely pizza last year for Valentine's Day, yeah. And they had no dough. <laughs> 
And do you know what's worse? I ordered it online, so it took two weeks to get my refund. Oh my oh, god! Shit. How does Pizza Hut run out of dough? Fuck no! Too many, too many lonely people. You could have gone to Papa John's. No, it's all the bloody people saving up to get a house, mate. They're getting a Domino's. You've got four pizza places within about. A I wouldn't have got a Domino's later, but I prefer Pizza Hut. So I was quite upset four. at the moment, especially as they took half an hour to forty minutes to tell me that they weren't going to give me my pizza. Oh yeah. We're not endorsed by Pizza Hut or Terms and Conditions. Blah 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 blah. This podcast is not if, sponsored by. If Pizza Hut wants to like give me like their equivalent of Nando's Black Card, then yeah. Yes, please. We can change the name to Your Average Extra Large Pepperoni Pizza Supreme <laughs> Stuffed Crust. <laughs> I don't mind. I sell out. Yeah, no, I will as well. Or um, KFC. KFC. So what? What? what Here, my call. <coughs> I what I think will win oh, is Shape of Water. Can you tell me the other three that I haven't watched? Lady Call Bird. Me by your name. Yeah. Lady Bird and Phantom Thread. Duncan. Oh, do you know what? I've got? Oh, Duncan. No, no. Phantom, no. Uh, Phantom Thread and Lady Bird, I think, come out soon. What Dunkirk in there? Because oh, it's about. I thought it's a war. Oh, do you know what's going to win? Do you know what's going to win? Com- film content. It's Lady Bird, isn't it? That thing was really Apparently, it's really good. But I mean, this is we'll talk about it when we come to director. But Dunkirk is Christopher Nolan's. First nomination for best director, really? which I'm very surprised at mm. because he, I think he's a very good director. But the next category is lead actor. Yeah, but just because he's a good actor doesn't mean it's an Oscar-nominated film. Director. Oh, no. director. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, lead actor Timothy Chalamet for Call Me by Your Name. Daniel Day Lewis because he's Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread. Daniel <laughs> Kaluuya. Last film, apparently, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. apparently. Well, that's probably why. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. So I need. To, I want to see that film now. I want to see it. Um, Gary Oldman was really good. To yeah. Me, so if they give it to him, I wouldn't be. He he done Churchill right. Yeah, yeah, he was really good at it actually. Um, again, he's, he's I'm actually in a lot of films. That I don't think I've seen the others. Yeah, I know. Realise he's in. He's quite I, a good. I, th- I think a lot yeah, of films get these serious black as well. Films, yeah. So. Uh, he plays obviously the policeman in uh, the Dark Knight. Like, I'll try and watch yeah. it. At some point. He does loads of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to see Call Me by Your Name because that. I want to see. I want to see all of those. Like I want because Lady Bird. Call me. Call me by my name. By your name. By your name. Uh, the one that you just said. Phantom Thread. No, 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 no. Roman J's. Yeah, that one. I want to see them three because they they keep coming up. Yeah. And I feel like if they keep coming up. Something's gonna happen with them, and we need to see it and be ready to give the yes, yeah, not in probably, <laughs> um, to give the um, the verdict on them really. Yeah, well, good to see Daniel Kaluuya, British actor, being nominated for Get Out. I think True. I'm right in saying that he's only the fifth uh, black person to be nominated for Best Actor. Fifth wow. Different person to be nominated. Five. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know who the others. are. I think it must be like Samuel Jackson. Uh, Morgan them. Freeman, them Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington, Will Smith um, oh, okay. got nominated for Pursuit um, Happiness. Forrest Whitaker got nominated, and he didn't for, win. No, oh. maybe Whitaker, I'm wrong. Forrest Whitaker won oh. for um, shit. Oh, Last King of Scotland. That's the one. Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. That is four. That's no, six, I, I did hear something about only five. Yeah, uh, black guys. Maybe, yeah, maybe Samuel maybe. Jackson's never been nominated. And there was something about know. five, five female actresses. Five female directors, yeah. Directors, so, um, yeah. And then, yeah, so, I mean, I've seen one of those films, so I, I can't really comment. What's that? What's that on? Get Out. So oh, I've seen two. Out of Gary Oldman and Daniel Kaluuya, who would you... S- I would say uh, Gary Oldman, because... <laughs> uh, don't, don't get me wrong, though, he was very good in Get Out, but for me, Get Out wasn't... A, it was a good film, but it wasn't a film where I was like... Yeah. I really must see this again because it was that it was it was just a, a bit thought provoking like you said earlier. But I've been what about the performance rather than the film? The performance, it was good. Um, 
I thought he'd done very well in the film, to be fair. Yeah. He gave a very... Um, yeah, I suppose. I forget about that scene where convinced. he's sitting in the chair, actually. It was quite um, and, and a deep... And the I've been an advocate for, like, Oscars recognising different genres of films, like, for a long time, you know. Mm. I think... I'm not saying it should be nominated, but if a film like The Avengers or Fast and Furious, if someone gives a really good performance in that, mm. then they should be nominated. But I feel like there's this kind of... Hugh Jackman and Logan. Yeah, it's like this stigma. It's like, oh, this film was commercially successful, you know, which shouldn't be nominated mm. sort of thing. That's a good point. Why, why is Hugh Jackman not nominated for Logan? Is it because it's a superhero? Probably, yeah. Probably. I mean, Logan Such a is nominated for Best uh, Original Screenplay, I think. Please. But, um... Yeah, it is, because it's a, I saw a thing the other day about it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. The nominations for lead actress are Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie for I, Tonya, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, who won the Golden Globe, and Meryl Streep for being Meryl Streep. So, um... <laughs> I personally... Is Meryl Streep for The Post? Yeah. yeah. She's been nominated 21 times. I thought she was good at the post. I'm not saying she, I'm not saying she wasn't good, but Os- Oscar-worthy. Uh, uh, I don't she's know if it's Oscar-worthy performance. Right. Like, Tom Hanks was good in the post, well, Yeah. but was he Oscar-worthy? Yeah. It was just Tom Hanks. Do you know what I mean? Like, He's not nominated, by the no, way. No, well, fair well, play. He was just Tom Hanks in the film. Right. Like There was no like definitive characteristic from him, which I thought was like, wow. I really feel for you in this film. Like, so it's like the guy who plays so, uh, Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk. He was in it. I felt yeah. he. I felt he gave the strongest performance out of probably all of them, and he didn't really have that big. Of, he had a big part to play in the film, but he didn't have that much to play in the film. Does mm. that make sense? Like he wasn't in it a lot. Have you reviewed the post yet on the podcast? No. Do you want to talk about it now while we're on the sure. topic? Yeah, go for it. I thought it was a really good film. What's, uh, it, what's it about, please? So, <laughs> the Post is about um, the newspaper, the Washington Post, and basically um, the head of it, um, he commits commits suicide. We don't see this. This is And so his wife takes over, that's Mel Streep. Um, Kathy Graham? I want to say Graham, I don't think that's right, but it's Kathy, uh, or Kat. Um, so, yeah, basically, she, the, the film starts with her about to take her... Um, her business public, like uh, do an IPO and stuff like that. Um, and basically it's um, her trying to like convince investors that, oh yeah, we're uh, releasing the right amount of shares, blah, 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 blah. Like she goes through like this whole thing with her like advisor um, about all that, the good points of the film. And then uh, when it comes to, uh, good points of the film, about the good points of the plan to go, to go public. Yeah. And then when it comes to the point in the board meeting, like, the geezer asked her the question that she'd literally been preparing for the scene before and she just completely froze and then the guy had to like take over for her and they showed like when she walked into that room full of old white men and she was like the only woman so I think okay. she felt quite like they've shown like her film, intimidated because like, yeah. it was quite like a male dominated um, industry I suppose Yeah. so yeah so then um, you also get um, so like his, I think it's what year is it 1960 something 1968 maybe so the Vietnam War is in session and um, <laughs> has been for a while yeah <laughs> I don't even know why it's in session. According to this film, it, it's been going on for some years now. I think the war itself didn't go on for that long, oh. but the I think the the the, um, the film was pointing out all the conflict leading up to. Oh right, okay, to right, war. okay. I thought the war itself was less than six years. I think. Okay, but right. um, 
So yeah, so then this is the they show this news reporter guy or journalist basically he basically takes um loads of government secrets and gives them to the New York Times and the New York Times is like basically the Washington Post are like we, we want to be like the New York Times because they were like the big newspaper at the time getting all the big stories blah 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 and it was basically the, this report that he stole from the government I don't know if he stole it actually but R- report reports reports yeah <laughs> that he took from the government it was basically showing like how basically how the, how much America fucked up with the Vietnam War and, and they knew they did as and well. they knew they fucked up and just because and basically kept sending soldiers over there to die to save face pretty much and they did all these statistics and everything and they took every note possible and they put it into reports yeah. about it all which for me if you're gonna if you're gonna commit such a monstrosity of a well not monstrosity but if you're gonna commit such a a load of people to do this task and you know it's going to fail why would you make so many reports to inevitably have your downfall yeah, yeah. so they showed that so the, the president the president at the time in the film was um, Nixon mm. and they showed that basically this had been going on since like all this fuckery had been going on since Truman was president so that's literally oh, wow. like, that's like four or five presidents before yeah, so yeah. it was Truman Eisenhower um, so the Johnson the conflict Kennedy. in Vietnam had been bubbling since Truman yeah. Basically. Okay. And so... So that's thought-provoking. That makes you think what else has been going on for... Yeah. They love a cover-up. Yeah, exactly. So... um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, so the the New York Times posts uh, the story and Nixon um, basically does like a court order to put an embargo on them, basically saying like, don't post these, otherwise... um, You can no longer do... Yeah, we'll we'll destroy a newspaper. And then the same guy who supplied the New York Times sends the same thing to um, to loads of um, different newspapers. But I think the Washington Post received it first. And basically they were just bad and deliberating of whether or not they should post it because obviously if they print it, um, they come under, they're violating... Uh, well, injunction. Well, injunction. well you, you kind of said Tom Hanks wanted to post it. Yeah. It was like everyone else was yeah. like, oh, should we? Shouldn't no, we? To, no, to be fair, all the reporters wanted wanted to post it. And then it was the lawyers who were coming and saying, no, guys, we can't. And, the, and all the businessmen, because they'd just gone public. Yeah. So they were saying, like, oh, we can't do this. It'll ruin our share price and all stuff Basically, like that. Basically, if and within a week, the people who committed shares can actually revert it back. Mm. All right. So as long as they don't do anything stupid within a week, they're good. Yeah. Um, so like Meryl Streep's character is going through all of this like oh what should I do what should I do and there's people saying that like she's not good at business because she's a woman and they sh- like if her husband was here then he wouldn't be doing that and blah yeah. blah so she's like kind of like struggling with herself whether or not to go with um, Tom Hanks' side or to go with her lawyer's side in the end she decides to print it um, so then I think they they go think, to court yeah way. they go to court again because Nixon obviously is like Basically, the whole thing is is that they're not allowed... If they got the information, that's one thing. It's because they got the information from the same source. As the New York Times. But isn't that the First Amendment, is freedom of Free- speech? Exactly, they do mention that in the film. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they say it's like a violation of freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they print the story, um, they win the injunction against the injunction or whatever, and basically they find out that loads of other papers have followed suit so like there's a scene where Tom Hanks grabs like a whole gets like a whole bag of newspapers and just slaps them all on the table and they've all got like similar stories to what they've got because they've all been sent the same information but the Washington Post were like the first ones to like pioneer it basically after Mm. the New York Times had been warned and yeah that was pretty much the crux of the film and then you had um, 
obviously uh, there was a part where um, Meryl Streep was kind of like asked her advisor again for advice like she's asked whether or not she should um, print it and the advisor said no and she was like okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna print it <laughs> which, got, which kind of like shows like you know like, like female like women power and stuff like yeah. that and he did and support then, her as well didn't he yeah he supported, yeah. He supported the decision um, even though like the business people the, the businessmen were like oh what she do sort of thing and he was like it's her company she can do what, he wants, what she wants sort of thing and then um, Sarah Paulson who played Tom Hanks' wife she basically did a nice little speech about um, how like dominated how male dominated the industry was and how like um, the burden that was on Meryl Streep's character was so grand because she's like basically one of the only women in that field and if she makes like one mistake that's it but, yeah, and probably sets back women yeah general, like decades whereas if it was a man and you make a mistake it's oh, okay I'll get fired I'll get another job next week yeah. so yeah and then they're kind of like they did a bit where um, she was walking into I think she was walking to the Supreme Court or some sort of court and there was just like loads of women like lined up and it was like all like, in awe of her sort of thing because you know she's the man or the woman so controversial <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um, <laughs> and um, yeah oh, and, and it ended with an I don't know well it ended with basically um Nixon record Nixon record being recorded this is the actual like real what happened in real life him recording saying like uh, I want the Washington Post banned from the White House they're not allowed to um, get any coverage in the White House like no advisors are allowed to talk to them blah 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 and then it goes to um, the start of the Watergate scandal that got Nixon impeached ah nice okay so, yeah. it, I thought the first 20 minutes was quite slow but after that it got really interesting even though it sounds like quite like a talky film, but it's, yeah. it kept it the good. interest. Because yeah. oh, I didn't know anything about it, so for me it was it was an opener. It was the same with Dark Star. I knew little to nothing about it. So yeah. it was just like, wow, okay. This, okay. Is, this is interesting, I think. And I did try and look up about the Washington Post as well afterwards, but I couldn't find anything about them not being allowed back in the, the okay. office. But, yeah. So of the three films... Shape of Water, mm-hmm. Free Billboards and The Post. Which actress would you say is most deserving? Frances, whatever her name is. Frances McDormand. McDormand. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I would, actually. Okay. That what was, was the other two options? Lady, Lady Bird Girl's going to win it, though, isn't it? Potentially. Mm. Frances McDormand would be her second Oscar win after Ooh. Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, okay. Mm. Nice to see that. Best Supporting Actor, the nominations are Willem Dafoe for the, your favourite film, The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards, no. Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water, Christopher no. Plummer for All the Money in the World, no. Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards. Nice. No, for, for me, it's got to be um, the, 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 the America one, Florida Project. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah I agree with that as well. Even though the, so he shines out of a oh, terrible does, does he? Oh my shit. good God. Well, if that was such a... If that was such a... Wow, film for everyone else, bar me and Obi. Then yeah, he definitely deserves it. If it's if we think he's wow and it wasn't a great film, then he definitely deserves. Do you know it. what's great though? Florida Project didn't get nominated for a damn thing, <laughs> or not under, not ready in the film based on Yeah, fantastic. Oh god, it is so horrid. It's such a bad film. It's interesting that um, two actors are nominated. Two out of five are for three billboards. So Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell. I think Sam Rockwell's performance is better. And, and it helps if, he's in it for longer, but he's yeah, got I more mean, to do. if it's not going to be William Defoe, then it's going to be Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the weaker. I agree. It's uh, weak. categories. I, I think, think the lead actress one is very strong. Yeah. Um, 
But then, yeah, you've got like Christopher Plummer is. I feel like he's nominated because he did all this in like ten days. Yeah, you know. Well, do like, what I mean? it's just because they wanted to nominate someone in that category, didn't? Wasn't it? it wasn't I don't think it's necessarily old because Christopher Plummer did it. They were pushing days. for Kevin Spacey to get it. But that's then, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I think they just did it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. After. So I mean, I haven't seen the Florida Project, but out of I've seen the other four, and I would probably say Sam Rockwell would deserve it for that. But um, that'd be an interesting one to see. Uh, and then supporting actress got Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Alison Janney for I Tonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Fred, Laurie Metcalf for Ladybird, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. Uh, to be honest, I've seen two of those. Yeah, me too. I didn't notice an exceptional performance from either Mary J. Blige or Octavia Spencer. Same. They were both just kind of they were good performances, but they weren't outstanding. Well, yeah, out of those two, I would choose. Well, I don't see my them actually, so... I'll then I've it. seen uh, Alison Jenny in the trailer for I, Tonya, and she seemed pretty good in that, so... <laughs> right. I'll give it to her. Uh, I'm going to go for Ladybird Girl again. Laurie Metcalf. Yep. I have no idea who she is, but... Cool. Um, so, there, what's that, five or six categories so far? Any omissions that you think, oh, so-and-so wasn't nominated? Because, oh. I mean, obviously, James Franco won Best Actor at the Golden Globes mm. but he's not nominated I think that's probably due to the fallout of uh, the mm. kind of allegations that came out after his win mm. do you think that might have impacted it? No. Who, who else was the lead, lead actor? Uh, Timothy Chalamet Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Kaluuya Gary Oldman and Denzel Washington mm. yeah I mean that's a strong category it's strong yeah because <laughs> what do you think if James Franco was in it he'd win it? no no I don't think so. I was, just, I was thinking, like, obviously he, he won for won the Golden Globe, but then he's not nominated for an Oscar. I was wondering if that has been impacted. I don't think so. I think these were chosen a while back. Mm. And I, don't, I didn't hear anything of them saying, oh, he's an Oscar worthy. Okay. I, and again, it's like the points, like what you, what you say all the time, does it, should it reflect? It's, just, it's, all, it's a bit of a controversial topic, isn't it, really? But, um... but no notable emissions for... Best actor, Not actress. Like I think of off the top of my head, but I'm just blanking at the minute. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. same. I should have given you more prep for this, but uh... <laughs> it's alright. We'll um we'll think about it next week because it's not for another few weeks, is it? Okay. Well then, just a few more categories. We've got for best director: Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, and I think she is one of only a handful of females ever to be nominated for best director. Mm-hmm. One of them, obviously, being Catherine Bigelow. I am surprised. That Patty Jenkins didn't get nominated. Well, I know, um, yeah, I know Wonder Woman's like I know it's a comic book film, but because of like all like the you know overwhelming praise that film's getting, and obviously her being a woman directing a film that's led by a woman as well, I'm just surprised she didn't just, like get a little nom. I would yeah. think she would have won, but I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, she didn't I think get Patty Jenkins has the highest budget for a woman, most highest grossing ever for a woman. You know, that's mm. those landmarks. Mm. But then some people would say Lady Bird didn't get as much of a budget, and they've done just as well. So. Should they not be more nominated because they've done more with less? Well, it depends if it's grossed eight hundred million. Well, you said these are majority small films, not yeah, very big know, ones, yeah. so. And then the other two are Paul Thomas Anderson for the Phantom Thread and Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water. I personally think that it should be. So, what was the one we've seen? Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Get Out. No. Uh, so personally, I'd say it's the guy who did Get Out. However, I haven't seen Ladybird, so and it seems to be getting a lot of praise. So yeah. 
I think that might be strong enough to win it. I don't know. When is, is that out in England? Do we know? It's February. Is, oh, it? is it? I'm going to watch that. Cause Are I'm you not. surprised that Steven Spielberg didn't get nominated for The Post and that Martin McDonough didn't get nominated for Three Boards? Considering they're both up for best film. This is what no. I, 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 had this, I had this trouble last year. How do you, how, yeah. how do you determine best director? It's nominated for best film, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor twice. Yeah. You think... These categories need more structure into why they why you have these certain what attrib- what attributes go towards this this category because if if you've got the best film then surely you've got the best director surely you've got the best screenplay surely you've got the the only things that you could you might not have are the best music best supporting actor actors actresses the best supporting the best actor actresses and any ones that could differ from it but the the others I feel like are so interlocked or interlinked with one another that they yeah, inherently so should be like yeah unless unless you say I've been nominated for once you therefore you can't be in another but it would say otherwise wouldn't it because yeah. yeah it's a bit of a um, so I guess I don't really know I feel like I obviously haven't seen, we haven't seen Lady Bird or Phantom Thread but of the three that we've seen I would like Jordan Peele to win it but I think Guillermo del Toro might there was one I want Jordan Peele to win it I thought was really quite interesting I can't remember which one it was Oh, it was cinematography. That I thought it was actually quite um, a strong category. So. Okay. We'll get to that in a sec, but we've got animated feature. Um, I want to watch one. I'm going to watch a few of these. Just cause. The Oscar-nominated Boss Baby. Oh, wow, okay. Um, the Breadwinner. Boss Baby, really? I mean, wow. they have to think of five animated films to put in here, and they're like... Mm. Is Moana not in there? Moana came out last two years ago. Really? Yeah. Coco. Okay. It's nominated. Ferdinand. And then Loving Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Which John Cena voices. And Loving Vincent. So, I mean, I would say Coco. Was Coco good? Do you want to talk about Coco? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said that a couple of weeks ago. I loved it. Yeah, but Obi saw it. What did it? you think of it? I thought it was actually right. Um, Miguel's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, I was kind of like... You're a dick, aren't you? Why? <laughs> like, you're just a bit of a twat. Like, he just wants to have music. Like, he's a bit of a twat, though. Like, because when, when, um... When what's his face? What was his name? Hector. 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 When he was like, "Oh yeah, take my picture back." Do you know what? That, sorry, the actual concept of the film I thought was really, really good. Yeah. Like the whole like um, uh, Dia de los Muertos and all that stuff. You got to put a picture on the Alfredo uh, or something. Alfredo, like yeah. You know uh, yeah. a bit of Spanish, don't you? <laughs> Not really. So, so like, Joe is still here, by the way. Yeah, sorry, Joe. I don't so, watch a lot of films. He just films, doesn't watch so films. I'm, I'm listening. When, when it comes to TV, we'll, we'll loop you back we'll in. Smash we'll it. We'll loop you back in. But um, so yeah, like the film basically. Uh, this kid, I you think you've already explained it anyway, but I'll just go through it quickly for Joe's sake because do you know what it's about? No, not okay. really. So this me- this Mexican uh, kid called Miguel, who basically his family have banned music because how like three or four generations before. Um, the the um, head the male of the, the father Patriarch. of the family Patriarch thank you left to pursue his dream of music and left a daughter and a wife behind right. and he was a musician right so they were like yeah fuck music no music you can't listen to music you can't play music blah blah Miguel is obsessed with music like he wants to be a he wants to be a guitar player um, and so like uh, he tries to he basically like runs away from home um, to try and to try and steal a guitar so he can play um, that, tar, that is guitar of a dead man and he, he strums the guitar and then somehow ends up into the um, 
what, the realm of the dead. Yeah, realm of the dead. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so he sees like all his family from like however many as skeletons. Right, okay. Yeah, as skeletons. So basically, it's going. It's him going for trying to get back, get the blessing of a family member, so he can go back to um, the real world and right. play and play music. Okay. So yeah, so that the concept of the film I actually thought was quite interesting. It was really good. Um, but Miguel was a bit of a dick. Like, <laughs> so like. When his um, great great grand or whatever was like, yeah, I give you my blessing. Um, don't play music, and then she sends it back first time. First thing he does is grab the guitar and fucking try and run away with it and get sent back to the the dead realm again. I was like, hey, that's strike one. <laughs> <laughs> strike two was when um, when Hector was like, yeah, take my picture, take, like like take my picture so that I can see my daughter, so that I can um, visit the, uh, the land of living. The land of living. Yeah. What? At least what? Because if they, because if no living person remembers them, then they die. They die again. They don't die they? again. That was that was. I like that as well. I don't know. Yeah. If that, is that a, a, a Mexican? I don't know. Thing? I don't know. That, cause that's quite, Maybe because that, that would explain why they have the festival of the dead. Mm. Yeah, it's all about remembering. It's all about the dead. Mm. dead yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. He's like to um to Miguel. Take my picture. Um. So I can and take it back to you and put it up so that I can come back either this year or next year, whenever, whenever. Um, and Miguel basically turns the fuck off, throws a picture back at him, runs away because he's angry or something, whatever. Dick. Strike two. <laughs> Strike three. This is him being fucking stupid because, I, obviously he did it in the end, but like right, right at the end of the film, um, he's got what's his, he's got Hector's guitar and he's about to play it to Co- and like he brings it to Coco and he's like, oh, Coco, do you remember? Do you remember him? Do you remember him? Yeah. Do you remember him? I, was like, I, was like, I was like, playing the song I was getting so angry yeah. I was like play a song absolute dickhead he played it eventually but fucking Coco nearly died before he uh, played Coco's his grandmother oh, right. okay. and she's okay. got dementia yeah. right and Go on, and it's her it, father though. who's one who ran oh, right. away but he, right. he died before he could come back to his family yeah. right. so there was a nice twist in that he fought to the the guy who he looked up to Ernesto De La Cruz, De La Cruz yeah um, so he thought that that was, and he's like one of the most famous uh, musicians ever. He thought that was his granddad. Um, no, sorry, great, great granddad. Oh, great, great, great granddad. Um, and it turns out that the guy who he met, Hector, who everyone thought was like this bum, basically, who like no one, uh, who no one liked or loved because he wasn't able to go back to the land of living, actually turns out to be his great, great, great granddad. Uh, that was nice. Okay. I didn't see that coming. That was decent. But yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. I love you it. not find it quite emotional? Like, because when the next year, then he puts Coco's... Oh, at the end, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. great. That was great. But no, I didn't really feel any sort of emotion before that. No, no, no. Just, but yeah, but that was good. The ending. Film. Um, I like that song, um, Poyo Loco. That was a great song. <laughs> and Remember Me was decent. Remember well. Yeah, me. I need to get the soundtrack. That was all right. That's all right. And that was a solid film. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. But do, you feel, <laughs> do you feel like... Do you feel like it's doing a disservice to animation to have it as a separate category? Do you feel like... No, it's never going to win. Really? Yeah, yeah, I agree 100% with Obi on that one. So something like Toy Story, Up, Inside Out, does not be considered... I don't think they're going to vote for this. But why? Because they're cross-generational. Adults love Up. But they're not going to... Who's going to vote? Nah, who's going to... I'm sorry, if you've got got Coco against Shape of Water... In the Oscar. But why does a film have to think cater like to this, adults yeah. think, to be think, best film? Think it like this, yeah. Like, there's like, people doing like, proper films and they're having to walk around and actually act and portray these roles while an animation is just a voice. So if you want to do a yeah, voice... Yeah, but then you're doing disservice to the animators and the hard work that they put in and well, then, the rendering think, and visualisation. I think, I think no, because I think 
in that way respect then there should be a separate whole separate award ceremony for the animations if you're going to be like that about it because they do something completely different to what an actor does a voice actor speaks and like so group for example like it's a, it's a, it's a, he, he just says Groot all the time, but he has to like portray it in the way that you're saying a sentence and he has his separate script compared to it. But he's not doing an actor's job. He's doing he's voicing something. But that's still acting, is it not? No, because you could voicing. Have, you could have Meryl Streep give, like in a non-verbal way, a great performance. But if her delivery is really flat, to then you're going to say that she's a bad mm, actress. To disprove, to disprove your point a little bit, yeah. uh, what's her face from Shape of Water didn't speak throughout the whole film. That's, a that's not true. She sung. Yeah, but yeah. if take that, yeah, she's still, yeah, she's yeah. yeah, but she's doing. She's acting. She's doing stuff like when you're. You just uh, for me. You're just doing the voice in an animation, personally. But I don't know. Maybe that's that's the, how I'm trying. Maybe to the artist won best film, uh, and that's silent film. I'm just trying to. I'm I know, trying, I know, trying I'm, to envision what they're what they're thinking really. And but plus, if you are voice acting, you still have to portray the right emotions at the right time it's still true but then you could change an animation to fit in with how the person's speaking rather than if I'm being an actor in front of you I have to really show you yeah Mm. that's a good point Um, I don't but I just I I don't I don't think it will compete I don't agree or disagree with anything you're saying but I'm just saying you can't put them in the same category because they won't win just a quick Interesting fact, um, Kobe Bryant is Oscar nominated for the animated short, Dear Basketball. And, Kobe! And... Move on. <laughs> in like 2000, he was um, accused of rape. So. Oh. Yeah, there goes, there goes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, he, I, think he was, I think he was acquitted. I think, but it was the allegations of that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. I, I take back that, Kobe. Um... <laughs> The uh, nominations for Best Adapted Screenplay, which means it's not original, it's adapted from something else, a book or whatever, oh, right, yeah, comic yeah. book. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, and Mudbound. Say them again. What was the, what Call was Me By Your Name. What was the option, sorry? Based adapted on book? Screenplay. Oh, okay. So Call Me By Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, Mudbound. Logan. I, would I, say I wouldn't Logan. say the script for Logan was great. I'd probably say Disaster Artist is vision for vision like what it is I would have but said then Molly's, that's, Molly's game but then Molly's that, game was like do you base it on like how how accurate it is compared to what it's been well no it's, adap- it's adap- an adapted screenplay so well I don't it's really know I think it's just like whether the screenplay was good but obviously it's not original it's based on something previous I haven't really seen any of them but Logan have I what was it you saw the disaster artist no I didn't no nope you're tearing me apart Chris wow um, yeah, I think Molly's going to win that. Original screenplay, The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. What was the category again? Original, Original screenplay. screenplay. So based on no previous... Someone made it up. Again, I haven't seen Lady Bird, so I can't comment, and that seems to be a quite a big film. Yeah. So I'm going to pass on this category. I think Three Billboards is in with a shot. I also thought about it a bit more, and voice actors are actors, so I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, Obi, this was your interesting category, yeah. cinematography. Mm. So, Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. uh, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. And interestingly enough, Rachel Morrison is becomes the first female ever to be nominated in the Best Cinematography category, mm. category for Mudbound. Yeah. 
I've only seen one of them, but I would give it to Blade Runner. Yeah, <coughs> visually, yeah. yeah, it's so impressive. I haven't seen yeah. Mudbound, so I'm gonna have to give it to none of them because I've not seen any of them. I don't think. <laughs> you know Blade Runner? No, fucking. I haven't watched the first. I'm one. Making the most of your bloody you Odeon pass here. I didn't you don't need to watch the first one. Yeah. Oh. Although, uh, shout out to the cinematographer for Dunkirk. His name is Hoyt van Hoytma. So, go on for Yeah. Good name, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the Oscar nominations. Um, and obviously, we, we haven't kind of gone through all of them. There's so many. I mean, Baby Driver's nominated for Best Film Editing and Sound Editing and Sound Mixing. What's that? Have you got a um, soundtrack? Best soundtrack there? Uh, original score, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Star Wars, and Three Billboards. Uh, original song, Be Mighty River for Mudbound, Mary J. Blige, which makes her the first actress to be nominated for original song and actress. Uh, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me from Coco, Stand Up For Something from Marshall, and This Is Me from The Great Showman. I want to... Do you know what? Let me just quickly say... Odeon... <laughs> It's kind of shit because other, other shit cinemas are available. Other shit cinemas, but <laughs> o- there are actually so many films that I've seen that I've seen have come out and just been and gone that I just literally wanted to watch but just never saw because I never saw the opportunity to see them because they were showing Odin for like three days and then that's like what they've seen Marshall. I re- I should have seen the trailer for that. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, really wanted to watch it. Come out apparently coming out in October. <laughs> I haven't fucking seen it. There's another one that's. I think it might be one of the Oscar nominated ones. It might be, um, I don't know. But one of them will come out, and I was like, when the fuck did this come out? I haven't fucking watched it. I remember I wanted, to go, watch, I wanted to go and watch Patty Cakes, and that's that. Came I was like, out. for like three days. Yeah. Um, I don't want to trek all the way to Wimbledon to go and watch it. Fuck Odeon, man. <laughs> I'm cinema passes out Yeah. <laughs> there are three nominations for makeup and hair, which. <laughs> Evidently, no makeup and hair was used in any other film in the last 12 months. Visual effects, Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars, and War for the Planet of the Apes. What's, What's, What's that for? Visual effects. Visual effects. You just think, like, because I know, like, Transformers has won Oscars for, like, visual effects, but they never say Oscar winning film. No. Because they're just like. You think they put a slap on the DVD or something? Yeah, even like. <laughs> they definitely, if they, if they want to sell DVDs this time around, they definitely need to do it. Like, like Suicide Squad won something. I bought it, so. Oh, it was hair yeah. and makeup. Was it hair and yeah, makeup? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do any of you want to watch Transformers again? I've got it on DVD. Not really. Why have you why got it on DVD? Yeah, why have you got Mate, I've got to have the whole collection, mate. Oh, God, no. I dreadful. may one day, probably never, watch it again. No. <laughs> well, so that's the Oscar nominations. We'll talk about them when they are. Um, Kind of when is their announced, which I think is end of Feb sort of time, yeah. maybe March. Um, but we haven't it's heard March. we haven't heard much from you, Joe. So no. what have you been watching? Well, I've mainly been watching stuff that's come out on Netflix. Okay. Um, one being Bleach, which is another anime. Okay. Is that in English on uh, on that Netflix? That is in English. Go on. I, I'm I maybe I misheard, but I did hear that maybe they're doing a Bleach live action. Is that true? Oh really? Yeah. That uh, is correct. Oh, they are. What's Bleach yeah. about? Oh, Is it about chemical cleaning products? <laughs> it's about a I guy wish. who souls. So, basic to set up the law, there are one, two, three. The law is this L O R E or L A W? No, L O R E. There are four races. Well, four main people. Right. Type of people. Yeah. You've got humans, soul reapers. Hollows and Quincy's. 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 Quincy Quincy's. 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 So basically, you. Uh, the main character's 
called uh, Ichigo Kurosaki. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I would not remember that. Image. He's reading I've, it. I've, I've, got, it, I've got it up there. I, w- I wouldn't have remembered that. I didn't realise it was in English because I've, I've been wanting to watch that for ages. Yeah, um, no, it's, in, it's in English. Um, I'm not that impressed by it. Is it dubbed or subtitled? Dubbed. Um, basically, there are these things called hollows, which are basically dead people that turn into Monsters. spirit demons. Right. And um, the Quincy's and the Soul Reapers basically destroy them to stop them terrorising people when they come back into the human realm. Quincy's destroy them forever and... From what I can gather, when Quincy's kill uh, Hollows, it means there's less... When people die, there's less people that can go into the afterlife. When Soul Reapers kill them, they cleanse them so that more people can go in. Right. Um, and basically, Ichigo uh, meets a Soul Reaper called Rukia by mistake <sighs> because Ichigo can see dead people. Basically, okay. I can see. Dead so he's people. the Haley Joel's man of this. Exactly, exactly. Um, and basically, this Rukia girl gets injured quite badly by a hollow, gives Ichigo all of her powers, and they have um, weapons that are called. It's like a big lots. Big swords, yeah. basically. Yeah. They got big swords. Okay. She get uh, Ichigo gets a big sword, becomes a soul reaper. And that's pretty much as far as I've got. It's not. Oh, so you're not that many episodes in then. Well, I'm on season two. Oh right. And it it doesn't progress very well. It's not fantastic. Okay. So some of the visuals are quite good. Mm. So well, some of it's, it's one of their biggest. Yeah. It's one of the well. It's not one of the biggest, but it's quite. An, it was quite a relevant. It, anime. It is at quite. The time. It is quite a big anime. The only problem with it is there's. It's no longer there's, ongoing. There's too many fillers. Yeah. Oh well, really? Yeah. So how many episodes is each series? So, I think... 20, 23? 20? Oh, is it 20? Right, okay. 20 episodes each series, which is not a lot, but no, out not. of those 20, I'd say maybe 14, Do 15 they, in, are fillers. In these ep- 15 in, are fillers? Yeah. I'd out of how many? 20. 20. The, the so ma- three quarters of your series the, the filler. Main, yeah, the main story of the thing is not done. So, how, how far well. are you into season two? Uh... Episode four. Okay, because uh, for, for me, like in uh, cartoons, sometimes they kind of uh, they feel like they have enough story because they, they're only twenty minutes sometimes. But I don't yeah. know how long they are. So this is twenty minutes. Like it's almost like they got the secondary story, which there's loads of secondary stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there's a love interest story because there's so many characters in there. They want to. Yeah, it's like so what they did for so, so Naruto. It's a really famous one. It's had like seven hundred plus episodes. No longer going, but they've gone on to Naruto. And there was a whole arc where it was like the the fourth great ninja yeah. ninja war, and basically there was a thing the infinite uh, infinite Sukuyama. Yeah, that one, and basically it puts everyone to sleep and it gives them their best reality kind of thing, and they're all pretty happy and kind yeah. of like have this it basically, kind of count, conflict with yourself whether you'd want them to stay in it because they're living happy or whether yeah. they should be out of it because they should have free will kind of thing, but there's. They have an episode for nearly all the main characters, uh, all the second flash, characters. A flashback. Yeah. A flashback so there's episode. twenty minute episodes for all of them, leading okay. leading up to them. I don't know why they do this. Because like they're like, oh, we need to give some more time to the creators to write the story. That done, yeah. But aren't you essentially just doing that for these episodes? Mm. But yeah. So it does happen a lot. I think it does happen quite often. That's pretty shit. 
That's terrible. But well, like, it's, it's, you might as well it, make... if if it's done right, it can be quite good. Like for example, Naruto, all of the filler episodes where they do flashbacks of all the characters, most of them mm. are done quite well. And plus, it gives you an extra insight into what's actually happening in the present day. Mm. So the best example I can give is um, in the fourth great uh, Ninja War, they do a flashback of a character called Toby, who is one of the main villains of um, the series, basically, in this war. His flashback basically shows him growing up with another character, Kakashi. Kakashi, um, yeah. um, Being trained by the fourth Okage, which... It's too long to get into, but they're quite big characters in the thing. And it basically shows how he went from this happy person to just being shit. And it gives deeper insight to the character. Okay. Yeah. So if it's yeah. done well, it's done well, but Bleach doesn't. I think, I think 15 is a lot for that a 20. Unless, a lot. But then it is also based on a manga. Manga, so. Which is the equivalent of what I suppose book. we would say the comic, but it's a, it is a book, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah, manga, yeah. so. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's a highly rated one. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's not bad. It's just there's too many. Have, have, you, have, you, have, you, have you seen yeah. Tokyo Ghoul? No, I think you'd like that one. I would. I'm and, a, I don't want to watch. And it. another one, I'd say, um, but you only have one season, and it will finish on a cliffhanger. Dead Man Wonderland. Never give, heard of it. Give it a watch. Like would it. you say that Netflix is very strong on its anime? It's getting better. Yeah, it is getting better. And do they produce any of their own anime content? Yeah, so they does seven now. And isn't Seven Deadly Sins? Seven Deadly Sins, yeah. There's, like, there's quite a few, actually. There is, there there is quite, quite a few, few original animes. Because yeah. so you were watching that one about the... They're in, like, a maze sort of thing, and people die and turn into monster, big monsters. Does that ring a bell? Oh, Attack on Titan. You mean yeah, Attack yeah, on Titan? Yeah, yeah. Maze? Something about, I don't know. No, it's not, not a maze. maze. They, they, they're like... They, they put their village with, uh, right in a wall because there's a big civ- monsters. Yeah, there's whole, their whole civilization yeah. is. I, f- I, f- I was thinking Maze Runner sort of thing, but, <laughs> yeah. which but no, it, it is getting stronger on their on their anime. Okay, there's loads. I've watched loads of anime on there, like it's, loads. Still, they what's still the one it? for first time anime watcher? What would you recommend? If you want to watch an anime, watch Dragon Ball. <clears throat> if you want to get into anime, watch Dragon Ball. It's too many episodes. No, too, yeah, if you're going to start, you start off soft, really. Uh, but what is soft? In in terms of anime, what... 10, 15 episodes, first season. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's many of those. Rather than 100. But that vampire yeah. thing was only six or so. It was Three. Three. Oh, Transylvania. Castlevania. Four episodes. Three yeah, or four. That, that's, oh, yeah. that's based off of a video game. Mm. Oh. That was good, but you're not going to... I don't think you're going to see a sequel to that. That was just like no, it, one... If, if you want, they are doing series If two, you want to get into anime, you need to watch your, um, the main... The mainstream watch would So, okay, so for example, so Dragon Ball is like a hundred episodes. So they do it in arcs. So there are yeah. seasons to it. But when you come to look at it, you'll see it as this is one long... Yeah. So if you're going to do it like... If you're going to start off slow, like there's Tokyo Ghoul, which is only on to season three and it's about to be released and people have been waiting for it for absolutely ages. You've got Sword Art Online, which is... I several I do want to watch that 20, it's 30 40 episodes long well, we and watched the film didn't we yeah and there's season 1 and 2 on there a long series is fairy tales a bit more childish but it is quite interesting um, Dead Man Wonderland's a bit me- messed up but it's short um, there's loads there's loads I mean I mean 
Dragon Ball Super on its own is 135 episodes right now, but there's different arcs, and some of those arcs do get replicated in the films. The film they they just do episodes based on the films, and they add fillers, okay. and that is annoying. Watch Beyblade. That again is another really long series. Yeah, all time. Um, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is another long series. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon. They're, oh they're, my god, it's very popular anime. Yeah, the thing, just... have you seen Pokemon though? The, the, so the most recent, so the, they, they've got a new series out, I f- assume it's X and Y. They yeah. new, usually base it off the previous series game. Is Ash in it? Ash is still in it. Is he still like 10 years old? Um, <laughs> well, so there was a theory on it, yeah? yeah? So he is. But I'm not Simpson, isn't it? Just <laughs> there's a theory. So there's, there's 725 episodes or so. Yeah. So let's give and take, let's say that most of these are a day long, these episodes. It's two years. It's two years. So I hit 12. But, watch, uh, so, uh, <coughs> Pokemon, oh god, it's not going to come up with anything decent. Uh, if I, sh- so, I wonder if it'll show the latest series images, because I think this is god-awful drawing. Of what? The latest series of Pokemon, that's so... How many more pre-evolutions have they made for the original 150? So they've done, they, so there's loads, there's like six generations. When they made Pichu, I was like, mate... Isn't there like 700 Pokemon now? 750? I mean, that's what one of the Pokemon looks like now. What? Yeah, it's a ghost ghost type Pokemon. That looks like a Meowth. What's his name? Mimiku or something? So that's what Ash looks like now, which I don't think. That's how he's always looked. (coughs) No. No? Well, if if you're taking it from when it was first drawn, I mean. Looks softer. Yeah. So, So you got. That's what Ash is. Yeah. This is not, yeah. This, <laughs> this isn't good for audio. No, also, uh, but basically, they, they, I think they've dumbed down the drawing a bit. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, a good series, actually, which I was a bit sceptical of it being a good follow-on, was Baruto to Naruto. Okay, or Naruto to Baruto. Uh, Naruto to yeah. Baruto. Um, I don't know if you're up to date on it. I, I'm, I'm following it episode week by week. Um, and it's quite good, actually. It's... Um, it does have the element of Naruto that everyone liked, and it's. I mean, I I would be surprised if it didn't because it's the same people. No, but yeah, but you sometimes assume that they're gonna try and go somewhere else with it because you've seen this story before and you kind of want something different. But they've kind of tried to incorporate a bit of both really, and I think it's I think they've done really well with it. Yeah. And they also recently brought out. I don't know if anyone ever saw it on Cartoon Network or Tsunami or whatever it was, um, or Jetix, uh, Card Captor. No, no, no. Yeah. Shit. Well, they <laughs> they've just started a new series of it, Card Captor Clear Cards. I watched this thinking, oh yeah, it looks like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so basically, the pre- uh, I don't know the, the main character's name, but she basically, there's these monsters and she has to capture them in cards. She comes up against a lot of baddies on the way and the new series is that her cards have gone clear. And All right. She Sounds has, riveting. She has yeah. to capture them again. Did you ever watch the anime Hajime no which I told you about, the boxing one. No, but I did see some trailers for it. You need uh, to watch so... it. Oh, God, mate, there's, oh, really there's, there's plenty of stuff that I need to watch. That okay. could actually be a decent start because it's, it's a boxing anime. It's not like everyone's got superpowers and can blast anyone in the air. Hunter yeah, X Hunter. I'm, I'm, I'm always a bit sceptical about superpowers, Yeah. especially in films. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hunter X Hunter is also a very good um, TV series, anime. Okay. Is that... Dubbed in Netflix, or is it? I I didn't see it on Netflix. It is on Netflix. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's not dubbed. It's, it's not. It might be. I haven't checked it, but I watched it all online. So, even though Netflix is technically online. But yeah, there's a little anime, anime segment. Well, let's go back to live action. Yeah, you um, like that, do you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to do an innuendo there. Something weird you're to The Commuter. Tell us about... Taken four. Is that? It's <laughs> literally. It's basically taken on a train. Um, so whereas non-stop that... was taken on a plane. Yeah, it actually was. You know. There you go. Goddamn. It actually was. Goddamn. But no, it is. Hostages on these goddamn uh, uh, trains. Uh, what, what was that one in the the, the woods and the, the snow? The grey. The grey. That was that was taken in the in taken the... by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually. The, I think that's actually. The, that's, that might actually be the only film that Liam Neeson's ever died in. Really? Well, no. He's died in Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars and the Grey. Yeah. The only two films I think. But that was taken in space. Did he die in the Grey? We don't know. <coughs> he could um, have banged up all the walls. I haven't actually seen it. I'm just telling you what I know. Okay, so tell us about The Commuter. So you could be right. Yeah, uh, yeah The Commuter is a film about a ex-policeman who is now an insurance salesman. And he gets he gets the train to... Like, they, make a, they make a pretty big deal at the start of the film to show like his routine... It's pretty much exactly the same. I like, guess the train to work every day and train back every day. And one day he goes to work, he gets fired and um, he is like reluctant to tell his wife um, because, you know, people are weird like that. So, um, oh, he's, sorry, he's got to like, pay for like, his son's college and everything like that. So like, obviously like the burden of finance, finance is coming down on him. So it's right. a bit long. And on his way home, he, um, he gets approached by a woman and she basically like, gives me like, loads of hypothetical questions and like, to determine like, what kind of person are you. Wait, says, so, sorry, he, on the same day he's been fired and he's got on the train and the woman's come up to him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Coincidence? How long is this train journey? I don't know, but I would say, I would say like, a good, at least a good hour. Okay, cool. Maybe like an hour and a half. So I don't know if that was relevant at all, but... Sure. Yeah. Anyway. To be fair, a lot of shit happens on that train, so... Is this train on time? <laughs> Unrealistic. To be fair, it's in New York, isn't it? Oh, so, yeah, it's not Southern. It's yeah. Not, yeah, it's not Southern Rail. To be fair, trains in New York were pretty on time when yeah, we yeah. went there. So. Oh, fuck Southern Rail. Well, well, we went yeah. Fuck yeah. Odin and fuck Southern Rail. <laughs> 2018, I come for both of you. I love, anyway. I love Pete's Hut, but yeah, for, for <laughs> Valentine's Day, I, I agree with vibes. <laughs> so, he's on this train, yeah? Yes. Oh, I should point out that you find out, the way you find out he's an ex-policeman is that um, after he's fired, he goes to a bar and then he meets um, his ex-partner and um, his uh, old new boss comes through and they basically show his old new boss to be a bit of a dick. So yeah. Anyway, he gets on the train. This woman's like, uh, what would you say if I give you like $100,000 if um, you do this one simple thing that won't affect you in any way but might affect another person but you don't know how? And he's like, what thing is that? And then she's like, oh, you've just got to find someone and point them out to us. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and she gets off the train and he's like obviously thinking like oh yeah this isn't like it's not real and then she's she, before she gets off the train she says to him go to this 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 place um, you'll get 25,000 now and then when you do it and you give us this person um, oh sorry I'm missing out a massive bit she says someone on this train does not belong find out who they are and tell us right okay sorry so yeah um, she says you'll get the first 25,000 now and then the other 75,000 when you finish the job and he like thinks it's a joke so he's like oh yeah okay whatever goes to the toilet um 
looks in the vent, little vent, he finds out like, this little vent, um, that the air's not blowing out, so he like, kind of like screws it open, and he, see, he finds a uh, brown bag and it's got $25,000 in it. As you do. As whenever, you do. Whenever you see a vent that doesn't work, you well, always unscrew it and well, check. Well, The amount of £25,000 bags I've found in toilets <laughs> and trains, like, you would not believe. I'm if I had a penny for every single one. I had a pound for every time I found 25 I'd have 25 grand. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway. So yeah, he gets out of the thing and he's kind of like, like, what the fuck, sort of thing. And um, so then he kind of like half... <laughs> Half does it, like looking for this person, and he's like asking the um the train director, like, oh, yeah, who's getting off at this 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 stop? Does he have a time limit? He he has till the train gets to a certain station. I can't remember what the name okay. of the station. So is this film in real time? I don't think so. Maybe it is actually. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um. Yeah. Maybe. He he like kind of maybe. <laughs> and he kind of like he kind of like half does it, and uh. Yeah, no twenty four, mate. That's not me. No, nothing ever compared. He's no Jack Bauer. He's all right. Lee yeah. Winston's okay, but he's, yeah, no, he's, he's, no, no, he's no Jack Bauer. Um, so he um, he gets a call from this woman from this. He, no, so he tries to get off the train, and then this girl comes on and basically like forces him to stay on the train, sort of thing. And he's like, kind of like, like do your job, otherwise um, your family will be in trouble. And he's lost his phone at this point, so he can't call his wife. So he uses uh, a person who he knows on the train. Um, their phone to call um, his wife there's no answer and then the phone he, after the phone goes down the phone rings again he picks it up and it's the woman the blonde woman and she's saying basically like yeah you need to find this person otherwise we're going to kill your family mad and he's like right puts the phone down <laughs> tries to call the police um, and they they're not picking up and then um, one of his another one of his mates on the train he like um, borrows his newspaper that he's reading and then like tries to like secretly like write Call the police on it. My family's in trouble. Blah blah blah. Gives the slide the guy newspaper. That guy gets off the train, and then two minutes later, the woman rings the phone again. She's like, "Yeah, look outside the window," and the geezer just like walks into traffic and gets hit by a bus. <laughs> well, no, sorry. So, someone pushed him out. Someone pushed him out into traffic. So that's kind of showed up. Yeah, we see everything. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, he basically goes through his people on the train. Who looks suspicious? Who doesn't? Who do I recognise from my regular commute? Who don't I? And we find out that um, the people who are trying to find this person are basically looking for um, someone who witnessed a crime and they want to kill this person before they testify to the crime, basically. And um, he acts, well, he sees this guy who was quite suspicious and this guy tries to fight him. So he assumes, oh yeah, this is the guy. He puts like a little pin, like a a little, um, to track someone, like a a little tracker thing on his bag. And then 10 minutes later, that guy turns up dead. Turns out that guy is an FBI agent and he was actually on the train to help find the witness and protect them. So he accidentally got that guy killed. And so, yeah, he goes through the rest of the, the, rest of the film trying to find out who, who the person is, who I'm looking for, sort of thing. And um, eventually he finds it. It's like this 16-year-old girl. And um, they... But he won't tell uh, the... Uh, what's it called? Even though they're friends, family, he won't tell the boss lady... Um, who the who the girl is? So she basically says, "All right, we're just going to kill everybody." <laughs> so like he, they um they uh, disable the train, so the train's just moving at lightning speed, and there's no emergency brake. So the train they have to like disengage the train, the one track, one side of the carriages from the other, so like the other side just zooms off somewhere else, and then the other side of the train crashes. The driver died, no, the conductor died. Maggie was laughing, nothing. I was I was upset. 
Um, and then the police show up at the crash site where the trains landed. Um, we find out that basically his ex partner was involved with this from the whole from the from the start. He's in cahoots with the boss lady. He um, was involved in the crime that started like you know the igniting of the film. And yeah, Linus and fucks him up, gets shot. That guy dies, and uh, yeah, and then he ends up arresting the uh, the boss lady woman. It's a good film. It's actually, I haven't described it very well. But didn't didn't you say it was a murder? It was more like Murder on the Orient exactly. Express. Exactly. It was a better. I was be- gonna say. Yeah. It was a better murder mystery than Murder on the Orient Express. Sounds uh, a bit like that cross with Unstoppable. I've seen Unstoppable. Oh. Yes. Yes, it does actually. So that's about a train that doesn't stop. Doesn't okay. stop. Well, so who's in that one? That's uh, Denzel. Then yeah, and someone else famous as well. Uh, Is it the guy who's in Star Chris Trek? Chris Pine. Yeah. Denzel's in it. Yeah. That's a good film. Good film. Really good film actually. All right. Well, that sounds. It was interesting. It, yeah. was, it was. It was. Does it go into the morality of like he doesn't know yeah. what's happened to this person? Yeah, it okay. does. It does. It does. Um, but like, it's your typical <laughs> Liam Neeson film, basically. There should be a film where he like proposes to someone, and the wife's like, "Hell no! I know what happens to your fucking family." <laughs> like, it's crazy how many films on a train are actually really good. Like Pelham, taking a Pelham one two three. Girl on the train. Unstoppable. Pilot Express. Mm, <laughs> uh, but, um, Thomas the Tank. Yeah, obviously classics, but yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And that one with um, Donnie Darko bloke in. Don't Yeah, and On he a train? didn't he do oh, Source, Source Code? Code? That was sick. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that. I remember really wanting to watch it. Decent. Kind of come out. I'll yeah. Do you borrow a DVD off me recently? Batman vs Superman. Mm. Haven't watched it yet. Mm. I still haven't watched Wars. What Last Jedi? Oh no! Oh the, yeah. The DVD I borrowed off you. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Well, well, you got to that whenever I move out. Well, I wanted to watch the first one. As in the first, first one? The first, first, first. Okay. Okay. I've got half an hour. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh. oh, New Hope. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one. The first first. Fourth one. Oh my god. <laughs> the, fir- the fourth one's the first one. Yeah. No, the, f- the first one's the fourth one. Yeah. The first one's the fourth one. But the second one's the fifth. Yeah. But the fifth one's actually the second. Yeah. But the first, the eighth and one, the first film is actually the fifth. The eighth one actually comes in between four and five, which was actually one and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking chronological. Anyway. Yeah. Anyone else want to mention anything else? What on the on the list we got? Well, just... Anyone else? Quite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, Segway. Segway. Mo segue. Let's see what you got. What happened to you, Glenn? Your segway. Used to used to segue like no like no one had ever seen. Mate. <laughs> now, get a bit at your old age. You're rusty. Isn't it? Cool. Joe, you can't sound rusty. You don't uh, even listen to these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind talking about back lightning. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Let's yeah. talk about that. Did you watch it? I asked you to watch uh, it. Not yet. Yo. I will. DC's latest TV series. CW TV I, series. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really good. I agree. How many episodes in? Are two. We? two episodes. Well, America in two, UK we're in one. On one, Netflix is bringing them out every Tuesday. Mm. America, they bring it out every Tuesday as well. No. So we're a week behind. We're a week we're behind, behind, or there or thereabouts. Um, I was quite surprised in episode two how. The gangster man was actually speaking. Like he, oh, was, saying, he was saying the M word. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's like, I don't really like black people and all that stuff. Well, like no, that. yeah. Well, they said we should. We're, we're getting into. I know. It. We I was just. Well, set, I was yeah, well yeah, yeah. shocked that. I was like, but it was oh, good though. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. We need to set a. Uh, we need to. We need to st- set the tone, and then we can delve into it a little bit. So, Black Lightning is the fifth CW TV TV show. Um, fifth. It's I Zombie part of it. Oh, I'm not including you know, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's about Jefferson Pierce, who is a retired superhero um, and principal of a high school. And basically, the show is about him uh, coming out of retirement and becoming a superhero again, which is caused 
by his both his daughters being kidnapped by the local gang. Oh, is it played by Liam Neeson? Hold on, the first time he becomes Black Lightning again is because his other daughter went to a club. Yeah, but he didn't suit up. So yeah, he didn't I suit didn't, up. I didn't, yeah, I didn't count, but, but he had used his powers. It's the first time he used his powers. Yeah, in, used powers in it sounded years. like 20... No, was it nine years? nine years? Oh, nine years. Okay, it sounded like a long time. So the reason he quit being a superhero was basically because his wife left him. She was like, this is too dangerous. You're putting a, like, a target on your own back and you're endangering our family, endangering yourself. So she leaves him, they get divorced, and he's like, all right, I'm going to stop being Black Lightning. I'm going to be the principal of this school because I can affect and save more lives as a principal than I will as a superhero. So then you get like nine years later or whatever. And he's and doing pretty well, though. He's doing fair. pretty well. The school, the school's pretty sick. And um, he's got to deal with the gangsters, like, don't touch the school. Yeah, I won't. Uh, uh, whatever you do, it's just whatever you yeah, do. Well, so people know he's Black Lightning. No, no, no one knows he's Black Lightning. And he, he seems... Oh. Only, his wife, only his wife knows, and, right. uh, and his sidekick called Gamby, who's basically like Alfred. Gambit. Gambi, oh. who's Alfred from Batman, basically. Okay. Um, Mixture of Gambit and Bambi. Basically. Yeah. Uh, shit, more than about to say. Go on, take it away. Well, I remember. Oh, okay. Oh, basically, so he's a principal of this school. He's doing really well. No one knows he's backlighting him. He basically goes to save his daughter. Go on, John Carolyn. No, I was just going to say, like, he, everyone, like, loves him in the neighborhood. He's, like, really well respected and everything. That's yeah, and, like, Carol. it's it's almost this story of, like, he... So... Because of what happened to his daughter in this club, so basically, she starts talking to this guy, or this guy starts talking to her. Then he gets cornered by a load of gangster people who he does know, and then they like come into this room. And then a guy called Lala, Lala. Latavius, La- La- yeah, Latavius, Lala, Lala, do Dipsy Poe and Tinky Winky Cup. It was quite funny because like after the first episode I was like searching through Twitter to see what people were saying about Black Lightning and literally the majority of them were saying why is this grown man called what do you have to refer to Lala yeah but yeah, yeah. it was funny though if his surname was Torre that'd be amazing Lala Torre Lala Torre <laughs> <laughs> but basically this gangster's like well you owe me money so you, got, you better get your girl to go to work for me and she's like I'm not his girl prostitution yeah oh, and okay. he's right. like she is my girl don't worry about it like, kind of thing. And she's like I'm not your girl and she like needs him growing and then nice. and then Blacklining turns up because he's like, well, pff, all these people, and he just. How does he know this is happening? Because uh, he knows his daughter's escaped, and then he found out his daughter had gone to a club. Yeah, his right. daughter she escaped. Well, well she, she was meant to be at the house. Yeah, she said she oh. was going to a house party. Oh. And she was supposed to be back by like ten fifteen. So like he had gone. Then next, and then I think that's pretty much the end of the episode, isn't it? Oh no, well, no, no, it's not. No, sorry. Yeah. And then the the that kid who wanted her, who was pretending her, that she was his girlfriend. Lala. No, no, no. This other kid, who's Lala's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, basically went to the school and was like to her, oh, help me out, help me out. She's like, no, leave me alone, leave me alone. And then her sister comes along, who's a teacher, teacher at the school. school. And, medical student. Yeah, and she like, she's like, get off my sister. And he's like, no, I need her now. And then he tries to attack her and she like basically flips him over. So she's got powers. No, no, no. Huh. And then, I, think well, she does, I think she does martial arts. Yeah, and then so he's about to get a gun out and then obviously... Like, what's his name? Jefferson. Jefferson comes out and he's like, don't do he's that like, in this talk, Talks him down. Yeah. Basically says, I think the show does a really good job of like, um, encapsulising what it probably is to be, what, what it's like to be black and, or like a young black person living in America. Because he kind of says to, as the guy's about to pull out his gun, he says to him like, the police are on the way, they don't need any excuse to shoot you when you don't have a gun, so imagine what they're going to do when you do have a gun. Yeah. Like, so then you guys... Like, is this like a black neighbourhood? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, oh, right at the beginning of the film, so, mm-hmm. oh, film, TV show, um, they show him, uh, Jefferson, he's in, he's just um, picked up his daughter from, who was um, in prison for pro- for protesting, um, so he's on his way to like a uh, fundraiser. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, the police, police pull him over and basically 
harass him because he's black. So he makes it. He's, he's like this is like the third time this week. Third you pulled yeah. pull me over for no reason whatsoever. The, do you know at all if the creators, showrunners, directors, the showrunners, any of them are uh, African American? The showrunners are both African American and their husband and wife. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Sam Kill and someone else Kill. And what's the um, second episode? So well, so, so in this episode, rage? no. So this episode, that guy comes back, captures his two daughters, and he basically goes back to his sidekick, and he's like, "Suit me up." He's got like the naffest suit in the world, but he gets suited up. It's got lights on it and everything. Yeah, it's suit, really naff. But I did think, well, someone pointed out to me in the podcast that they think maybe the suit has got all the lights on it so that when people look at him, they can't see his face properly because he hasn't really got like a proper mask. Mask, true, true, true. Mm. And that actually, that would lead on to the point of the second episode that I want to pick up on, but I'll talk to you about that as well. I'll talk to everyone about it. And basically, he goes there, just shoots lightning at everyone. Um, is, that is, this, is this when he puts the suit on? Yeah, so oh. after he's gone to the he's gone to the motel. Yeah, his daughter's about to be killed, and he saves them basically. And he like, lighting he's lighting, and he's like he can he with his lighting he can hit it on someone and then move them. Yeah, he's okay. like kind of like a telekinesis. Yeah, like, oh, and right. but it doesn't seem to like burn. It burns them, but it doesn't burn them enough he, to go he, through yeah, them. But I, I don't know if he can like. I think he can control it. Control it. it. How like, powerful it is. And then so basically <laughs> that guy falls. He saves his daughters, and then at the end of that episode. You see his daughter. She's getting like she's a bit stressed up. Yeah, and and then she basically puts a hand down on the sink and she smashes the sink. Okay. Which implies she has powers. So she has powers. Yeah. And then and then we got season episode two. I just want to say yeah. a quick little. There was a nice couple of little things in um, the first episode which I thought were just like well, there's one the the main bad guy is called Tobias Whale and yeah. so he like he's like the drug king. I'm assuming the. Uh, it might not be drugs but he's like the kingpin and then below him was Lala and then obviously like below Lala was his cousin like Will and all like the little drug runners and stuff yeah. like that and so like there was a point where Jefferson went to visit Lala to kind of tell him like to tell his um, the rest of his gang to like back off and they were kind of like showing this little boy <laughs> this like little yeah. eight year old just comes through um, and obviously he's like oh um, hi how are you blah blah Jefferson is to the little kid and um Basically, Lala like berates this kid for being late. So I'm assuming this kid's like a drug runner, and he was late to pick up his shift to go and do whatever. And he's like, "You can't be late. You can't be." He's giving like this whole big lecture about how he's got to be better than all the white kids because otherwise I walk all over you. Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Looks like he's about to literally like punch this little kid." And um, Jefferson's like, Jefferson uh, is like, "You can't do this to anyone, let alone children." And he's like, "You've got your way to teach your kids. I've got my way to teach mine." So obviously, like, it kind of shows like. They're both trying to teach these kids how to deal with the world and how to deal with it whilst being black as well. Because obviously mm. you are treated differently in some places of the world based on the colour of your skin. Mm. But some people have different ways of approaching it. And it was because like um, Lala went to the school that Jefferson um, teaches at as well. So it's that's kind of like mm. it was nice showing like what kind of because obviously like the he had a good effect in some way because he did tell the little kid oh. Um, you know, be nice to your elders, be polite, say hello, say say what your name is, blah, blah. But obviously, like, there's other side of it where he's, like, afraid to punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's obviously not too yeah. great. Um, but, yeah, and also, because um, Lala, because the, the kid um, kidnaps the two girls and brings them to Lala, Lala's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why have you gotten Jefferson Pierce's kids? Everyone knows Jefferson Pierce. Everyone knows, like, you're not supposed to go to that school. You're not supposed to um, fuck with Jefferson Pierce. He's, like, black Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she says, like, he's, like, yeah. black, he's, like black Jesus. Um, so, but like, so, like he didn't want the two girls to be to be kidnapped. So, um, but then he has to go to Tobias Well to explain it, um, and Tobias Well is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Gets hot, gets harpooned, <laughs> and shoots him in the shoulder. 
Oh wow. With a harpoon. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Now episode two. Go, go. Episode two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think I oh, can't quite deep. remember how it started. Oh, there was a bit with he was like in bed um, and he was like. It seemed like, I don't know. Oh, so it seemed like he had a charge of like electricity going through him and yeah. it was really hurting him. It yeah. was like, I don't know if it's... I don't know if he was healing or healing, if he was yeah. recharging. It was, it was, it was it, odd, but it was pretty cool to like, yeah, visually. Yeah, and that, really his cool. ex-wife was there and she was like trying to help him out. and like so she, It looked like she had seen this before kind of thing. So I don't know if the stress of using all that electricity yeah. hurt him. Because it does seem like when he gets angry... It's yeah, so, it seems it, quite emotional. Yeah, so when the police pulled him over... And they were like really manhandled him. His eyes lit up and like the light started flickering around him. And the same thing happened when but he managed to control himself. At yeah, that point. and, and then the next and then the second he gets pulled over again. Basically. Yeah, and he also gets punched in the stomach by Lala's people. And yeah, it and it, the same thing happens. But he's um, so you got that, and then you've got the daughter. You find out the daughter was a lesbian as well, yeah. which I didn't know about before. Hey, that. Scene was fucking steamy. I was like, yeah, under the collar, mate. I was like, wow. But yeah, no, her, her, um, she's pretty good looking, and the girlfriend's yeah, pretty fun as well. And you can you can see there's like the relationship differences. Like one of them really wants to have a serious relationship, and if you feel like Jefferson's daughter does, but she's got so much on, or she really just wants to keep her this private life and and her personal life and her this both in separate. Is is the lesbian the one with the superpowers? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming they both have superpowers. Just one of them's realised about it, and yeah. one of them. But that's has also it. very progressive. Yeah, uh, homosexual. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, yeah, but also you have we you have the homosexual superheroes in both Arrow and in Legends of Tomorrow. I didn't know that. Legends yeah. of Tomorrow, you have yeah. White Canary, and you also have in Supergirl, um, someone Danvers. Her sister, Alex, Alex Danvers. Yeah. She's not super yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also you have in um Fa- Mr. Fantastic? No, is that it? No. Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific. Yeah. He's he's homosexual as well. Well like gay black female. Probably yeah. probably at first. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, which is really good. Um I'm trying to think how the story progresses. So basically Jefferson Oh, so Jefferson's like having this speech at the school, he's talking to all the parents and then one of Yeah. One poses a very good question. Yeah, like for like with lip, uh, teenage girls are always like coming in and out of these um, motels, you know, like turning tricks and that. Um, and the wo- the one of the women whose daughter has been in this uh, motel for however long, she hasn't come home or for however long. She says, "Why did Black Lightning come back and rescue your kids, but he hasn't rescued anybody else's?" Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I don't know. I can't answer that question." Obviously. Yeah. And also, he, he quotes a lot of stuff, and she quoted him right back, but I can't remember what the quote was. And it was she said, unless unless all of us are free, then none of us are free. Yeah. Who, do we know who said that? Not a Scooby. It might be a little Martin Luther King. But sure. yeah, it was quite, it was quite like, wow. He, and you could see it, his acting was really good with it as well. It's like, okay, he understood, like, something's got to be done here. Yeah. And I think, I, can't, I feel like I'm missing a whole chunk out. But basically, his other daughter starts a relationship with this guy, and this guy seems... He's in Riverdale, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the mean... The opposite so, character yeah. as well. Well, he, well, in Riverdale, he's a kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's like, well-built guy. He's, he's wedge. Yeah, um, and he obviously likes her, and because of this, the thing that happened with her, he's kind of like, oh, I've got to tell her I like kind of thing. I'm mad cute. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I want you to be my girl, and stuff like that. And then he gives her like a little necklace. Yeah. She like, they give you like, try like a little peck on the cheek. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Peck on the lips. Yeah, it's so cute. cute. Mm-hmm. And then uh, basically, you got the two like contrasting stories with the daughters as well. So one of the daughters is still trying to like go about her normal day, but she's like, she thinks she's having like, Issues and no one's really so she tells her 
girlfriend, in inverted commas here, because you get the feeling that she hasn't reached... Like, everyone knows... Her parents know about it. Because right. I didn't feel like her dad knew about it to begin with, because she he went... She's round her girlfriend's house. Uh, but I didn't... No, like, he said... You just did said, he? Yeah, he oh, said... Okay. Oh, yeah, he said I, I only realised when yeah, the no, mum yeah, said it, because yeah. when the mum said it, I was yeah, like, they oh, do. they know. Yeah, but yeah. basically... Um, she tells her, like, oh, I smashed a sink off. And she's like, oh, it's probably just a sh- crap sink. Like, it was, was going to come off anyway, kind of thing. And she kind of ignores her. And then the little, the younger daughter... She, off the road. Yeah, she's just a bit like, well, okay, my life's just... So really, and then her mate's giving her alcohol, and then, but then at school, yeah, so. and then basically she goes up to her new boyfriend, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not having none of this. Like I've come from like, I've done everything myself. My mum's raised me. My dad was in prison. Exactly. My brother got yeah. sh- killed, or, and he's like, no, I've, I'm doing everything proper, and I want to get out of here and do the best I can. And he was like, I want you to be with me, but not like this. And he grabs the bottle, throws it in the bin, hugs her, kind of thing. And he's like, I'm a runner. Is it, is it, is it? I think it's yeah, and so that was so. It's nice to see their two stories, and then at the end of the episode, which I'm probably I'm skipping quite a lot, but I will come back to it. Mm. The daughter uses her powers again, so there's a robbery in process, and she's like, I mean, like she's going, oh, my head's hurting. Like obviously her powers are being triggered, I think, and the guy comes to attack her, and she he she literally just like launches him across several different aisles. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking, if you become a superhero in the next like three or four episodes, I would definitely clock on to you being the superhero. Just run it out of there. Mm. Like, there's no way anyone, in, even with like uh, testosterone, could like throw that far. But uh, the story goes that I think so. At this, this school meeting, Jefferson's saying about how this motel's been shut down, and the mum's like, hasn't been shut down, it's open again. And he's like, what? How's that even happen? Goes back there. His police friend basically says that La La didn't get charged with anything because 15 people say that he was somewhere else. Yeah. What was you going to say? No, I said the police friend's kind of like the Commissioner Gordon sort of. Like. Yeah. So he, he doesn't know his mate is Black Lightning, but he is trying to do everything he can to help, but yeah. there's not a lot he can do because he wants to do everything by the law, which is... Fair. Yeah. And so basically, we'll see, Jefferson goes to talk to La La. La La's having none of it, basically. It's like... He's like, you better be careful because if you don't take your daughters on vacation, I might do. Lala kills his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> just literally shoots his cousin in the back of the head. Nice. Then this woman, the woman, the mum who said about her daughter being in there for like ages, she goes to like harass, well, not harass Lala. She parks herself outside the motel yeah. and starts filming everyone, like saying basically like, I'm going to keep filming you guys until you bring them back. Bring and this is the bit that I didn't see coming. Lala just went, well, if you're not going to leave me alone, he went, got yeah, the gun out and said, bam, 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 killed her. But she's got a, she she was someone was calling it. I assume it was her, was and the phone got knocked under the car seat. As they were moving the body back. Yeah, to the car. and I don't know if did anyone find it. Yeah, yeah, they, oh, they, they, they caught it all. On, oh they yeah, all on and basically, black the guy playing Black Lightning was not having any of it. He he his wife yeah, he was like, angry. yeah, his wife was like, you go back into this. I'm not, she she was like, you can go Ex-wife. back into it. Ex-wife. She was like, you can go back into it. Save our daughters, but you can't do it for anyone else. And he said to his sidekick, it was like, no, I've, got, I've got to go back in. But once I've, beat, once I've defeated La La, that's it. I'm not doing no more. So he goes to this motel. He beats the crap out of everyone. A lot of people are like on his side like... So yeah, so he's like walking through the street and everyone's like, oh, Black Lightning is back. Yeah, and yeah. people are like, open the door and like, here you go. Yeah. Like, off floor's um, La La. Oh, yeah, he's on the ninth floor. Just go, <laughs> go, yeah. go get him, sort of thing. And like, so, so there's like a, a little speech from some guy in the episode one. And he's like, if it wasn't for Black Lightning, I'd never seen my daughters graduate from oh, uni. Yeah, geezer, yeah. yeah. And like, it's kind of like the inspired, like how mm. everyone feels about like Black Lightning. Mm. And everyone's a bit like, why do you leave? Why does he come back kind of thing? And he beats the crap out of La La. Mm. And then all the police come. And basically, um, 
this is when his mate looks straight about lightning. I think mm. I'm in my mind. I'm like his mate knows who you are. I don't know. I don't think he's clocked it. Nah, I, he, I mean it's not hard. He's all he's got is a face mask on. This massive chunky suit with a big lightning bolt on it. But Clark Kent like, just literally wears glasses. No, because Clark Kent's glasses changed what his eyes look like and the eye color. Yeah. So, and then he goes back home, and then the whole thing with the daughter happens where she flips someone over. Then, the. Uh, is he Albino? He's Albino. Albino Kingpin guy that I don't know his name of. Tobias. Wayne. Tobias. He goes to prison and strangles Lala to death. I think he's got superpowers as well. Yeah, he literally one handed. He he's almost Kingpin of the DC yeah, world. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I'm actually quite um, annoyed that they killed Lala because I actually quite liked him. Yeah, it's a bit like it was a bit like Cotton though. I, oh, okay. I quite liked him. Like, yeah. I felt like he was an interesting character. And they could have done with, like, you know, developing a little bit and seeing how, like, he runs his yeah. side of the game. But then they kind of just killed off because, basically, Tobias goes to the prison um, and he's like, oh, you killed someone's mum? Like, that's against like that's against my ethical code sort of thing. And if you're willing to do that, you're willing to do anything, include being a snitch. So he kills him. And, but the thing is, like, in this show, I'm two episodes in and I'm thinking, anyone's at risk here. Oh, like, really? anyone, mm. like... I know Black Lightning's the main character, but I'm almost, I'm almost thinking, like, if one of his daughters got lightning powers, at the yeah. end of the season, they could take over if they really wanted to. I don't think they will, but there is always that option. And Sounds interesting. I'm really into yeah, it, though. Yeah. I, think, I, I think it's really good. Do you reckon it will link with the other DC ones? So, so they, yeah, now you go. So, like, they said they haven't got plans for it. They planned for it to be separate for now. Right. But obviously, like, they could if they want to, because we don't even know if it's on the same, like, Earth. As right, okay. I, I read somewhere that it's not on the same earth yeah. but it might be the same universe yeah I think it's the same so they said it would be uh, not the same earth but a different universe so one of the 49 or 50 earths there 52. are 52, 52 yeah. I mean they might make the 53rd for this that's earth X in there oh, so yeah, that's 53 apparently yeah so, so yeah I think it's really good I I think tonally it's actually really different to the rest of the CW shows. I think it's a bit less cheesy. It's kind of Luke, maybe not Luke Cagey, but it is quite. I feel like it. I said to Chris, I feel like tonally it seems like more of like a Netflix. Yeah, more like a Netflix yeah I agree. Do they use Although, racial I, epithets as well? Is that something that you were alluding to when you first started? Oh, well, like the N word. Yeah. They don't say the N word, but they say Negro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And also, uh, the first episode I thought, oh, it wasn't that like that uh, brutal or gory or. But in this episode, like he. Punches the people on the stairs and you see blood, mm. and I was like, "Is that what? not you? Don't get that in Arrow and stuff." Not really. Uh, you, oh, no, because okay. normally people are wearing some kind of armor and just yeah. the arrow goes through and it's like, okay, well they're done, yeah. or they're injured, kind of thing. But yeah. okay, it was also kind of obviously I don't know if this was from the well, I think in general it was nice to see um, how being a superhero has affected Jefferson Pierce because there was in the first episode there was like a flashback of him like bleeding out in the bathtub. And then in the second episode, obviously at the beginning, it shows him kind of like um, recharging himself, and he seems like he's like really in pain and stuff like that. Mm. And it's nice to see that. Oh yeah, okay. So these fights actually having an effect on this superhero. Yeah. Where it shows like Arrow. Arrow get punched in the face like ten times. Yeah. And then, like yeah, next day <coughs> he hasn't even got a scratch on him. Like he ain't got yeah, black, yeah, black yeah. eye and nothing. And same with also like Flash and Supergirl and stuff like that. So. And it seems interesting that he he seems like he's at a later stage, kind of like the exactly, Bat- yeah. Ben Affleck Batman, exactly. and like he's <laughs> kind of post superhero. So that seems really interesting. Yeah. But well, no, it's good though, I would recommend it. Obviously, it's on Netflix, yeah. so you can just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. It. That's definitely something I'd recommend as well. Mm. Okay, well, has anyone got anything? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I heard a little Easter egg that apparently um, Jefferson's 
wife, Lynn Pierce, is apparently um, the sister of John Stewart, who's one of the Green Lanterns. So I don't know if, oh, they, I don't oh. know if, I don't know if they'll mention mm. that in there at any point or mention that anymore. Mm. So nice. That was pretty cool. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Anything else? Um, well, we're t- over two hours, so I think we can leave it there. I want to talk about next week, though, Brawl in Cell Block 99. Why don't you talk about it now? We, we missed a week. Is that, is that the one with um, Vince Vaughn? Okay, I'll quickly talk about it. Um, so this is a film by uh, a guy called S. Craig Zala. He did a film called Bone Tomahawk, which is this really brutal western about like cannibals and stuff. Um, very violent. And then he's done another film now, which is called Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Features a dramatic performance by Vince Vaughn. Like he's re- Vince Vaughn's very good in it. Um, like he shaves his head. Like he's this man, man like you know Vince Vaughn, big, yeah, but huge. like he wears yeah. like prison outfit and yeah. he just looks like an absolute beast. Really? Um, okay. And it's basically so. The first scene is Vince Vaughn gets laid off from his job. Um, he's got problems with his wife. Um, you know they're trying to conceive a baby, but they're having difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then basically, as usual, he's like, "Oh, what can I do then? I'll sell drugs." So he starts selling drugs. <laughs> yeah. um, and then basically... Gets Sounds to, like a lucrative business. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if I ever lose a job, I'll start running drugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> joking. Uh, where am I? And then, um, <laughs> and then like six months later, it flashes forward and then his wife's pregnant um, and basically his uh, drug kind of kingpin says, oh, I want you to get involved with these new people. We're expanding, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he um, kind of gets a bit fucked over by his new colleagues uh, and he ends up shooting them, um, nice. and they die. And uh, and then and <laughs> then. Come out Odeon, it was in cinemas, oh. but I think it was a very limited release. See, fuck Odeon, bro. But then, <laughs> so he gets sent to prison, mm-hmm. and then, you know, he's like, he's actually quite sort of accepting of that. Right. He had to do what he did. Yeah. But he's like, okay, I need to do my time, um, and he's quite content with that. And then, whilst he's in prison, he gets a message from the someone so the partner of the people that he killed um he's like oh i've captured your your wife um and unless you get yourself transferred to maximum security in another prison and kill someone there um we are going to cut the limbs off your unborn child but leave it alive so that it will give birth and basically be a nugget and um and you know that's that's dark um, so then, basically, he beats up this prison guard, which I felt really sorry for the prison guard because the prison guard's really nice to him. But he snaps his arm. You see his bone, like, nice. jut out. And so he gets transferred to cell block 99 in this other prison. Uh, and this is kind of like, you know, your stereotypical prison, like, run by some dodgy people. And, you know, it's kind of like some outside the system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then... Like, Vince Vaughn, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Like, the Vince one who's in Breaker? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but the thing is, like, Vince Ford, like, you, throughout the whole film, he's, he's, he's actually a nice guy, mm. but he's so strong and big, and, like, he just, he know that you kind of know that everything he's doing, he's doing for his family, and he's yeah. not, like, a, I don't think he would be a violent person if it wasn't for this, but then, like, straight away, he has to kind of make a name for himself, so he goes in, and he finds the biggest, like, hardest man in the prison, beats the fuck out of him, gets sent to, like, yeah, max, like, uh, isolation sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yes, that's it. And then he, then so he's basically, um, then he gets this kind of electricity belt put on him, mm. uh, and then the guards can basically zap him at any time, and he, right. you know, he, he goes. Um, that doesn't seem very humane, but okay. Well, that's the thing. Like this is like outside the system, oh, okay. and where he's in, like dungeon, like they they have glass on his cell floor, 
um, and the toilet doesn't work and everything, so it's like a real shithole. Mm. Um, and then basically, the the kingpin partner, so the people that he killed, their boss, comes to the prison and they basically the guards give this guy the electricity belt. So you know he's torturing him and he's like, "You can't touch any of my guys in here, or we'll kill your um, wife." Mm. What I didn't understand about the film is the guy that he gets told to kill. I don't actually think exists. I think they just wanted to get him there and to like torture him a bit. But anyway, he comes up with a plan. He takes off his, he takes the insole out of his shoe and puts it down the back where the electricity comes from. Yeah. So he blocks it. But then when they zap him, he pretends to get injured and then disarms the guard and basically holds the cell hostage mm-hmm. and then he just proceeds to like fucking kill everybody <laughs> but in like the goriest ways I've probably ever seen mm. like not, he loves stamping on people's heads oh. <laughs> so he's beat he's fucking these people up and then not prison officers no some of them are but mostly the kingpins guy and then he's like got this yeah so he's standing on this guy's head and then he's like basically saying like don't move or I'll kill him and they're like oh you're bluffing and so they come towards him and he stamps on this guy's head drags his face across the floor and you see the the skin coming off his face oh, and it's yes. just bone yeah it's grip like i was like whoa no. and like lauren was watching with me she was like what the fuck is this film it's horrible and then <laughs> and like he stamps on this a few is on more... netflix no i've got oh. a dvd but um oh my god and he stamps on a few more people's heads and like brain goes everywhere and then eventually he's got like a standoff <laughs> and he decapitates this guy by putting his head over the toilet and just stamping repeatedly on his neck and then nice. his head falls off into the toilet. And then basically then the prison... Why so violent? It's just the director likes violence. But it's I just how the nice film guy. is. Yeah, Why it? It to be so brutal? <laughs> but he's just like... Can't just kill him? He's in a rage. Did you say he hold him like hostage or something? Can't he just Sort get... of, yeah. Did he have a gun? Uh, he does get a gun because he disarms the prison guard. Can he just shot? And shot? then well, eventually he gets his wife to safety and his kid but then he, he there's basically no way out for him so he knows that he's going to die and then he kind of once he knows he gets a phone call that his wife's safe and then he puts the phone down walks out and they shoot him in the head oh so at the end Vincent dies yeah but it's a very good spoiler alert I mean I've got a feeling that, that half these killings weren't necessary well yeah that's the thing you're kind of like does he need to but then you, you sort of that? think actually he's quite likeable it was a good film like ultra violent but uh, I was going to watch it until you said that his face got Basically scraped off, and then I decided, uh, no. They're doing another film together, which is called Dragged Across Concrete. So I wonder nice. how violent that will be. Oh <laughs> 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 I put a tenner on it being a hard eighteen. Um, yeah. But you're glad we ended on that one. Well, we can do. I was going to say, Joe, you got anything else to say? Before? Is it, yeah, you're making a special appearance. Might as well. um, not re- well. I watched on Netflix uh, a new Godzilla which is a anime version of Godzilla. Okay. Which was all right. So basically, Godzilla terrorizes the earth. Humanity leaves the earth. They're gone for in their time 20 years, but in what earth's time is more like 20,000 years. Come back. Um obviously the earth has changed. They're a bit hesitant whether to actually land there. They land there with a raiding party. Um, fight. They run into Godzilla, find out that he has a weakness on the on his back. Kill Godzilla. Ends up. It's not actually Godzilla. It's just a little little Godzilla, and then big Godzilla comes out, and that's where it ends. So is it a series or a film? A series. Oh. Okay. But the 
there's only one episode out at the moment and it was an hour long. Oh, okay. So and it's like setting up. It yeah, sounds like a mix between the war, no, the Planet of the Apes where they're, they're coming back from well, going away and the 100. And Godzilla. Yeah. Kind of. Who I do, you do. I do. Yeah. It wasn't that bad though. You do as well. I quite enjoyed it. It was quite, <laughs> it's on Netflix. Quite a decent. Is it? I think season one to three is on Netflix. Oh, that's what? probably good and good for me then. What, the 100? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what, the 100? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, maybe it was only when I would, we were in Germany. Okay. It was definitely there when I was in Germany. I finished watching season four of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah? So funny. It is sick. Oh, sorry. I'm so upset that it's over for me. Season four, I thought... Do you know what? I actually thought season four was really good. Yeah. It ended like... Oh, so guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it ended, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, there's actual, Twist. Like, there's actual like, stakes in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this TV show. The comedy gone... It was still com- comical, but it was yeah. like, wow, okay. Yeah. It's probably going to be all, just, right. like, all the Oh, sorry, guys. So <laughs> the way it ends is um, two of the detectives are being framed for... Um, uh, bank robbery. Peralta um, and Diaz. Yeah. Diaz. Names won't help me. Nice. But yeah, they're being framed for bank But they might help our podcast. So, but I feel like, like in this series, um, you, Chief yeah. Holt is less serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Which yeah. I love his seriousness. Yeah, I, I think it's probably like he's like a bit more like, like Jake having a cabin in yeah. the minute. I do like their Halloween special ones, though. Yeah. When yeah. they do the. Yeah, I love how they so like, actually incorporated Chelsea Peretti's pregnancy into this. Yeah. Whereas yeah. last season they didn't. For Melissa Fumero, they were just like filmed her from the stomach above. Oh, did they? I didn't yeah. notice that. Although she's married to Jordan Peele, did you say that yeah. last week? Yeah. Interesting. Who's, which one's that one? Gina. Gina. The receptionist. Oh, she's married to Jordan Peele. Yeah. I thought. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the other lady. No. Although she, Gina, always saves the day, doesn't she? Does, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I want someone else to save the day for once. But yeah, I can't wait till series five. Although that'll probably come out next year. What do you mean? Well, Three, uh, out, yeah. I mean on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would be out for like two years, probably. Ugh. I waited so long for season four. I was so annoyed. And I finished it super quick. Yeah. I'll like, oh, watch season five. The way the world works, unfortunately, with the TV series and streaming services. But yes, yeah, so I'm hoping to watch quite a lot of the next week, whether I do or not. I but I want to watch Maze Runner, Downsizing, Post, Darkest Hour. Fuck me, what else is out? I don't know. Lots of other well, stuff. I suppose we spoke about another film. You Didn't you say your brother went to see a film or something? Downsizing. Oh. I swear we spoke about something else before Downsizing earlier. We didn't speak about Downsizing. No. I've no. never seen it yet. No. You should watch something. Get an Odeon pass. <sighs> I wouldn't go to this. <laughs> okay, well, we'll end episode 41 there. Um, tweet us if you think uh, any omissions have been made from the Oscar nominations. Um, tweet us what you think will win for all the categories that we mentioned. And Just tweet any us. Others. <laughs> Tweet us. <laughs> Just tweet us. Ask us questions. Leave us comments. Feedback. We're on Twitter at YSC Podcast Seventeen. Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud under your Average Critics. We'd really appreciate reviews, shares, likes, all that sort of thing. And uh, tune in next week. See you soon. Maybe.